<sighs> We're back. Alan, this is why we can't have nice things, dude. Sorry, FBI, but you didn't win. We're back. Completely, completely just <sighs> crashed what my whole system. You? Restart. You know. <laughs> oh, look, it's back up on Rumbles. The Rumble worked. It worked. All right, all right. everything worked. All right, everybody. This the is what so we're live. They tried to freeze us, and then I found a backway mole in to get in after they froze me. And then my computer, everything went green, it went black, and then restarted. And like I said, I think the FBI is sitting down the block, you know, hitting their buttons on their little stupid keyboard. Why don't you guys go back to Mar-a-Lago and, and do something not useful? Jesus Christ. <sighs> yeah, so... All right, whatever. It is what it is. It's Freedom Friday. It's it's Natalie's fault because we got the we got the the human trafficking crusader, the queen of of going after human traffickers on that the FBI is coming <laughs> after us. As soon as we started talking about Anne Hesh, as soon as we brought up this bitch Anne Hesh, as soon as we brought her up, shit went sideways. Like Alan froze. Literally, when you froze is when we were talking right. about you being an EMT. Yeah. I'm not and saying that sudden, they're after us, but all of a sudden, no, all of a sudden you start getting in detail about how an EMT would handle a burn victim, and then they shut down the whole thing. We they're don't like, want people to know that fucking story out. Can you please tell me how you'd handle a burn victim in 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 a scenario like that? Because again, like I said six times. It, it doesn't seem like protocol to put like a, a cloth on top of a burn victim, regardless. I, she didn't. She didn't even seem burned. Her hair wasn't singed. I agree with you, but the story that they're telling us is that she was burned very badly. Yeah, but That's they think people are stupid. So no, most people are not going to say, "Well, that, they shouldn't be doing that to a burn victim." Listen, they were saying she was breaking out of a body bag, and I was like, "That's not a fucking body bag. It cheats." No, it cheats. Yeah, yeah it's but that, my, my whole per my whole question is, why would they put if if they're telling us? It's a burn victim. Like she's very severely burned and she's not going to make it because she's severely burned. Right. It doesn't seem like protocol. If that's the story you're trying to sell us to put a sheet over right. a severely burned person, regardless if she was actually burned or not, just right. the story doesn't add up and make sense. And that's my question. Typically, if it just say it was a severely burned person, Alan, like say it was someone with third degree burns, their legs, everything was just burnt to a crisp. It was just raw skin. You know what I'm saying? They look like mm -hmm. Freddy Krueger. Mm -hmm. Would it be protocol to put a sheet or any type of cloth on a burn victim like that? That's my question. Where I worked, no. But we would, we, I mean, it's one of those things where like now you have somebody that badly burned, like, holy shit, you do have to cool the burning process. So yeah, maybe you would soak, like I would have soaked a saline sheet or a lot of maybe, you don't want anything that sticks to it. The good thing about That's sheets is thought. that they're cotton. So that if you soak them, like if you soak gauze and put it on somebody, it'll, it'll not, stick. That was it'll, not a soaked sheet. You could tell it was uh, what a soaked sheet looked yeah, like. She wasn't burned. Her hair wasn't singed. She wasn't burned. They also I said, with you, but I'm just, right. I'm just saying the story that they're telling us is that she was burned. And then when we see the videos, we see what's going on. Those are, those are holes in the story that I'm poking. That's all I'm right. doing. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to poke holes in the story. And I'm talking to somebody who's experienced in handling a severely burned victim in a car crash. Cause EMT would be called, uh, you know, the hospital would be called, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, you would know better than anybody else. And I, I'm, I'm not talking from someone of experience. So I know someone that badly burned. No, that yes. none of that would have been normal. We, no. we can all agree that she wasn't burned. I'm a hundred percent behind you on that. I agree with you on that. I'm just saying the story that they're feeding us is bullshit. 
So even more, even more backing you, James. So this is the the GBC. This is where she was transferred. This is the burn center oh, she was not, transferred I had, to. I thought, that, I thought you actually had a marble notebook and you were just no, saying, no. It's no. I need a marble notebook. I just, like I'd like, like to get my. I want to. I want to get my hands on that notebook. It's got a bunch of secrets. So this is the Grossman Burn Center. This is where she was transferred to, and this names all of their protocols on their website. So let me go skip to the part down here where they put transfer they uh, have the dues of transferring to the burn center cover our all large burn wounds with a clean dry sheet elevate the burn area if all possible so what that's we in the saw, hospital oh okay you're, you're re- the so, no no, so no, you're, no 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 what listen, are you reading look, look, transferring to the hospital that's that's on their website the okay, grossman also- burns Right, I'm yeah. saying the hospital's website. Yes, the right. hospital. This is the burn center she was transferred to. Mm-hmm. So these okay. are their protocols, and it says transfer transferring uh, to the burn center. It says cover all l- large burn wounds with a clean, dry sheet. Elevate the burn area. But this lady was not burnt. No, it didn't no. be that way. Nope. No, I was just curious to see if there was if if that was. Protocol because it did not, but it also so when you, I have to, I also have to clarify that protocols vary upon jurisdictions too. Because what somebody might do in New York City might not do in Philadelphia or in Baltimore, you know, that they're anywhere from the most basic stuff to the most critical stuff. Uh, protocols vary, and that which sounded like um, Natalie was reading is if she being transferred to the burn center, maybe meaning from uh, an emergency room from one facility. To, from another controlled environment hospital, then to the burn center and how they would be properly transferred. Oh, because, yeah. Because you also have to remember, too, like when you're out on the street as an EMT or paramedic, it's an uncontrolled environment. It's the wild, wild west. You know, you got to get yeah. shit done. You got to think on your feet. So, you know, you got to also worry about what's going on around you. So, uh, you know, but you also have to make sure you're doing the right thing, obviously, by the patient. So, yeah, but it, I, it, totally, it, I totally understand. She wasn't burned. She did not look burned. She sat up. To me, it looked like she was coked out of her head and she sat up because it went that 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 sitting that up like case, that. If that was the case, the the store shop owner would have said she was cracked out of her head. He said she was totally normal five minutes earlier. Mm. Why was she driving that? Did you see that video? How fast she was driving down that side street? Well, that's again why I'm curious. It doesn't make sense. Like, it, it, why would she be driving down a side street like that? Especially if the, the shop owner had said five minutes prior, she was totally normal. Well, and, yeah. and, and to that, why was she buying a wig? Let's talk about wigs. We all know that's my favorite that's subject. Why, why so, was she buying a wig? I didn't you know? even hear that part. I didn't even, I didn't even catch that part. Catalyst Jones just said, did that really look like a female in that video to you? I maybe not. It was hard to tell. I mean, it did have a very large back. It didn't seem like a petite female. Maybe it listen. Uh, I think it looked like a female. I mean, she had light. Whoever it was on there had long hair, you know, a longish, longer oh. hair. Uh, what's the story? I thought with it the was wig? in a ponytail. So she what James had mentioned. So she visited glass wig shop moments before that. And she was purchasing a wig. The owner of the shop had helped and she he even did a, uh, an interview with the local with the local news. And he said that she was talking very sweet, like, you know, like uh, she she had totally some normal. 
totally normal behavior. There was nothing about her that was abnormal. And he was shocked that he heard the news afterward that she... What? Sorry, that was me. Go ahead, now. I was trying to pull something up. Go ahead, Natalie. It came through my other speaker. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's it. That the, the wig shop owner just said that she was that she was normal purchasing a wig. But my thing is like, she, what? Why was she purchase? Like, I I don't know. She I, I, the, the reason. I can, I can get it because you know these celebrities, they get maybe everywhere, and you want to incognito i can i can believe that that's more yeah that's, but uh, ann hash was not ann hash was not that notable she was not like again like a recognizable person like that i was, I was I wondering why she was driving a mini cooper i was like i thought these rich people drive like nice cars uh, well <laughs> interesting interesting fact interesting fact she did not own that that mini cooper she actually owned a range rover to her name so we don't know right now and this was only by a background poll but she did not own that mini cooper she owns a range rover so but the thing to that is she could be losing it so so that's an interesting thing i got the video there's no sound but i got the video of her being brought on the stretcher so we're gonna watch it I i think we're gonna be able to see it hold on a second give me one second all right. Uh, let's see. Let me just bring this up. All right. You guys see that, right? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to play because they even they even play it in slow motion and they do it in two angles. So let's watch. They're bringing her. They're bringing her. I mean, they look like they have her completely covered, which is also odd. All right. Her feet, she's moving. All right. Her hands come out. Her feet are dark. Right, she blossoms out. out. But watch. But now watch. So I want to pause it for a second. Give me one second. Just so I'm gonna pause it right here. Okay. Yeah, there's no burns. So you see her mouth right now. Is she wearing a shirt or is her body burned? Is she wearing? Is she? I can't like. She's, she's wearing, wearing a tank, tank top. top. She's, she's wearing, wearing a tank, tank top. top. She's wearing a tank top. And you see and her it's mouth. It's like it's, it's like, like nude, nude color, color, nude, nude color, color tank, tank top. top. And I'm looking. So you see her pants. Her pants do not look melted or charred. Nope. And she has socks. I, maybe if if maybe she had white socks, maybe I could go with maybe smoke soot on the socks. Maybe if the tank top was white, maybe smoke. But she, she I don't know. But so all right. And then this is where we'll play it. I think they're gonna now she sits up. Let's see if they have. And the firefighter, the, the firefighter, firefighter pushes, pushes her down. down. Like, yeah. Pushes her back. So I. I don't know. Weird situation, man. It's really weird. Really fucking weird. The car looks mangled. Like I saw pictures of the car. There's looks like the car was was on fire. I and mean, she she what movies was she in? Like what movies is she famous for? And Hesh. Wag the dog. Wag the dog. Was she in Wag the dog? I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm I'm not a big. Six never days and seven nights. Big even, pop culture person. Never even heard of it. I've seen her around. I just don't know what movie she's into. Yeah. No, I've heard the name. I've heard the name, but I just never knew what movie she's in, and never had any reason. Six days, seven nights, spread. She was in Volcano. Okay, I remember that. She was in Donnie Brasco oh, as I well. Remember that. Oh, that's right. She oh, was the wife. That, she was Donnie. She was uh, Johnny Depp's wife in Donnie Brasco. That's where I recognized her. She was in Psycho, The Vanished, Cedar Rapids. Do you think it was all right? So he, all right. he was in John Q. I know what you did last summer. Natalie, do you think it was her? Do you think it was? I'm talking like 
Yeah, to say she, I mean, she's not like an A-list celebrity. Maybe she's not an A-list, but she's she's definitely been in some movies. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Around. By today's standards, though, with but think about this: like the way that we have the platform celebrities today, the mainstream celebrities. Would you say that? Oh, yeah, that like would that be like a quick name that would come to your head if she was just walking down the street? You just we say that she's been, and this is coming from our generation, right? Like where we've grown up with these movies, we've seen these movies, but. Yeah. For, for the most part, anything that's circulated on social media, which is where most people are getting their information and their news and their media content, nobody really knows. I mean, I, I, I'm just speaking out of honesty. I wasn't say, saying Anne Hesha and Hesha wasn't like a go-to name for me before no. all this happened. Oh, no. Hunter, she's, not, she's not like – I didn't uh, even know her name. Or, yeah. I know. I've heard of her before. I just didn't know what she was in. And, yeah. Uh, do you think Natalie? Do you think it was? Do you think it was legit her? Do you? Oh, or you? You maybe have doubts that it was her at all. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I don't know because the only thing that I can answer to that is that I just saw the back of that person, right? If it's her yeah. or not her, what? So, um, I, I don't know. Now, the, I think that the wig owner, the wig shop owner's testimony, and then also posting that photo on his Instagram, posing with her, that's her. Like that. Her, that's yeah. Anne Hesh. Right. So. I, um, I I don't know I I I think it's her, um, but I, I have uh, no one hundred percent certainty. Alan, oh, hold you, on, stand by. I got to interrupt everybody in my chat right now. We have a great patriot in my Facebook chat right now, Jr. Majewski, who's running oh, in sorry. Congress in Ohio, ninth district, I believe. Right, Jr. He's in my chat right now. He's watching. He just put a bunch of American flags in the chat. If you're in oh. Ohio, he won the primary. He's Trump endorsed. Go put if you're if you're still in, put your website in the chat. I'll look it up. Go to his website, donate. He is a true America First MAGA candidate, and he's a guy we need. Congratulations, Jr. Majewski. Yes, there he is. Put your web put your website in the chat, Jr. Please, so we can uh, get it out there. And uh, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna hit you up on Instagram in the next day or two and get you on the show. Get out and vote. And he just met with DeSantis. He just had a meeting with DeSantis. He's saying, great, good. We need uh, we need you. We need you in Congress. You need to win. So J.R. Majewski. Hey, J.R. Majewski, all I have to say is what once you're in office, please do not refrain from being so based. I we need base legislation. We need you like swinging, swinging. Fucking hey. Not physically, but you know. He definitely looks like BDE. I call it big penis energy. Actually, it's going to be George McDougal's discount code for his pink cigars, big penis energy. His website is jrmajewski4congress.com. So, you know, based is his middle name, he says. Get in there. Donate, Jr. Majewski. We need you. Thanks for uh, thanks, thanks for hopping on the on the chat there, Jr. He's he's awesome. He's always following my posts. He's a great guy. Got to have him on the show. We got to BS with him and talk about his campaign. You know, Natalie, I want to get into this uh, other video you were you posted this Lady Gaga and Marina Bramovich. and I know oh, you so talk perfect. about you talk about them a lot, and I want to hear 
everything and anything there is to know now, about are you these familiar guys. with these stories like are you do you know who marina abramovich is yes yes and you know how of i know course. i know from i know from watching to be honest i didn't really know who she was but watching Natalie's videos, I got to know all about her. So yeah, Natalie, you you educated me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so the thing is, like, what I'm trying to do now is just like go for the fact. I just want to go for the facts. I remember James, you were part of this movement from the very beginning. You remember all the theories and all the circulated posts. So what what really got it gets me back to this is like what happened to that? Like I understand. Like I remember these these photos and da da da. Like it created a stir, but like what was actually behind that? And so, you know, for those that are not familiar with Marina Abramovic, let's give you a little education 101, even if it's just short. So Marina she's Abramovic a, is just like, bitch. well, she, well, let's start with here. So let, let's start with like the vanilla term. So she's this revered performance artist to the upper echelon of the elite. And we're talking about the riches of the riches. We're talking about celebrities. We're talking about every single industry, whether it is uh, she has events uh, to her performance uh, artists events, I guess. Uh, the people that are invited are everybody from like scientists to, you know, Hollywood actors, federal, to musicians. Yeah, Everybody is there. So the reason why she hit the radar of patriots and anons and, you know, anybody who is in the alternative Republican, um, you know, sort of space is because she uh, she actually sold uh, I've sold. She actually sent an email to Tony Podesta, who is John Podesta's brother on a spirit cooking dinner that she was inviting all of these other politicians to and people big blah 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 so she I'm, tony podesta was in that email thread who i'm steyer who ran for president the billionaire he was, oh. in, that, he was in that email thread interesting that's something i gotta i gotta note yeah, down i gotta go down the the wikileaks the wikileaks right. podcast or i mean the the emails so um so she he forwarded Tony Podesta forwarded that email from Marina Abramovic to his brother, to, uh, John Podesta. Well, did I say Tony Abramovic? What did I just say? Tony Podesta. <laughs> Tony did Podesta. I just say that? I don't Tony know. Podesta. No, I don't think so. Forwarded. Okay, I don't think so either. But sometimes I, I, I hear my, I like both names are very evil. Like, so. John Podesta gets forwarded this email to his, you know, I guess his his at his email address. I guess this is a, e a governmental email address. And so when these emails leaked, people are like, "What is a spirit cooking?" So then from there, There's people started emails in that email thread that also very Chris much so. Fredo, Fredo Cuomo said that it's illegal for citizens to read these emails. Only the media can tell us what's in these emails remember that People yeah. forget. yep i remember that clip i remember that and yep. so when people started looking up the um the spirit cooking what is spirit cooking you know the first media the first type of content that started popping up is of marina painting in pig's blood on this bare white wall and she was writing these weird like they say it's poetic I mean, I don't know. You guys slice can down, slice down the middle finger, eat the blood. Yeah, and 
eat the blood and feel the pain or something like that she had a mock baby like a baby in the corner covered in blood covered in blood covered in blood this is stuff you guys can look up this is stuff you guys can look according to these fucking sick fucks are you kidding me art art let's just watch the videos like you can literally watch her doing these satanic rituals that's what so but by the way, though, if you guys are not familiar, so that's another side of the story. When you look at Tony Podesta's art collection, that's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down to. He owns all of this art that is completely like so now, untoward. Any of his art? Yeah. It's disgusting. So it's like little but, girls. Yeah. It looks just familiar, very, very eerily, eerily like a, a famous newscaster. So uh, right yeah. in the Vanderbilt home. So yeah, it well that's what they suspect that it, it looks like Anderson Cooper, who's right. a Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 pool that's in the in the in the famous uh, mansions down in I think it's in Maryland. Uh, the pool looks exactly like where the painting is painted. Right, hold on, your 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 ADD's kicking in, and you're all you have you have an, an attention span like a shoelace. So I'm gonna I gotta bring it I want to bring it back to 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 Marina Bramovic because I want to get more She's intel on her. Now Podesta. we're into the third person already. So hold on, we gotta get into all these people. Well, shiny object. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shiny. Any object, James Curry. I was just—I was just giving James his little time because he seemed yeah. really like into it. It's okay, so oh, so I bring it back. To, so bring it. <laughs> bring, bring it. Back, bring it back to Marina. I want to. Yeah. Let's get her background. Uh, upper echelon oh, yeah. elite. She's all oh, the performing so, arts. She's a sicko. Right, right. And, and yeah. get into this spirit cooking thing. Okay, so when people started looking up her spirit cooking, um, you know, one of her pieces is this this performance piece where she's painting, and we we kind of touched on it. She was painting these like poetic slash verses, satanic verses, at you know, based on one's interpretation. It was pig's blood. She was throwing this pig's blood on what seemed to be like a little childlike figure in the corner. This is nothing that we're making up. You guys can go look it up on YouTube or on DuckDuckGo and look this stuff up for yourself. So what what was so questionable was that the upper echelon elites revered her so much. And again, we're talking about Hollywood, politicians, scientists, um, you know, and, and Bill Gates, you know, so you... Uh, so, so you know, the upper echelon elites were revering her so much. So what really hit our radar, not just that, it was back in, I believe, 2020 or 2019, where she came out with this Microsoft ad with Bill Gates. Well, Bill Gates, you guys know, is associated with Microsoft. And she comes out with this ad for AI. And so once that was, and it was actually our good Patriot friend newsletter that brought attention to you guys the seven you know the 17th it mm-hmm. brought attention to this ad or to yeah. to actually it was marina first and then this ad so it's kind of like a proof so then marina's ad came out with microsoft and then because she was already on our radars everybody was like yo you know like this is marina and da, da, da. So then everybody started digging on her and her connections to the elite right so marina abramovic is a rabbit hole you guys um 
if you if you're interested, that is something that's on my radar on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Natalie Denise. That is something that I want to explore more, especially with her relationships with other people like Lady Gaga and um, with with others. Do so you know that's, anything that's definitely- about that relationship? Because this is something that I've I've done a lot of studying on. We did a show early on. It was actually back uh-huh. when uh, our good friend Graf was on the show. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we did a whole show about Marina Abramovich and we brought up all of these videos that you're talking about Lady Gaga Marina Abramovich is actually Lady Gaga's mentor like they're very very close right. James James Franco yes. as well James Franco yes. James and, Franco and, yes James, James Franco, Franco as well and La- Lady Gaga are both being mentored by Marina Abramovich and the thing that you brought up in your post today the devil devil's heaven gala that, yeah, was actually, that. that was actually a collaboration with Marina Abramovich and Lady Gaga. Like Lady Gaga helped put that event together. She was a main a main player in that whole entire event, um, and it was way creepier than just that body that body in the vat of whatever they wanted to call it. Right. There was so so many celebrities were there. Hugh Jackman was there. Little kids were there. It was really, really creepy. And uh, they were uh, why? Why would you? That's not art. That's fucking weird. Like the things that were yeah. going on. The exhibitions were definitely weird. So uh, I recently did a video on this on my YouTube channel, uh, which is why this is you know at a, a topic of dis- discussion. But uh, it, it's a weird fascination with this event because it, it's not only like the name of the title, the Devil's Heaven, right? But this is the twentieth annual. So that means there were nineteen other events in previous years where they revere is it the is it truly the 20th annual devil's heaven where you guys are actually celebrating the devil in the headlines now the exhibitions itself were a really occultic so you had a guy who was hanging on a harness and um it it seemed like it's so they had a substance that was like black goop dripping down from top to bottom on these on these people on these performance artists and i don't know if that represented blood to me it did because there was a guy so let me let me back up a little bit the guy who was hanging uh on a harness uh and the harness was um like a harness under his armpit up up uh against the traps and around the neck and all that he was hanging he had boxing gloves and then there was black goop dripping down from top to bottom on the other side there was a guy who uh, had black all over his hands and he was just kind of like looking down like oh my gosh i did this so to me that exhibition represented a guy who had blood on his hands and this guy who was like definitely like he looked like he was just just deleted (laughs) you know the entrance of this was creepy you had the one guy mm -hmm. who was to a tree and he was like covered in white dust looked like a slave but what is the whole get like it, it all right? So this was the 20th get. What was this thing called? It was it was an art exhibition. Devil's Heaven. Devil's yeah. Heaven. Devil's, Devil's Heaven. Devil's Google Heaven. It. Google, Google. You know, I, I actually just pulled it up on I, I just put it in my chat. I put the uh I put Google I put Natalie's YouTube in, in a link in the chat. But what all right, so they did this 20 years, and but I this is the first time I've ever heard people like like Natalie and, and others. Uh, you, you were the first one I heard it from talking about this, though. Like, we're, we're 
was this a hush hush thing back years ago or just people weren't paying attention like people uh, people's eyes are open now to this sick satanic demonic shit like it's what are they I'll doing I'll tell you I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. This is this is out of my own opinion and observation, okay? And this is why I'm taking the direction of my channel the way I'm taking it is because um I think a lot of this was sensationalized to a point where we didn't have to put the extra details on top. For okay. instance, if for example, we back in the day and and I'm guilty of this because I did this myself. So, you know, self self-owned here. But, you know, what we did was we saw something new. It was something that was, um, you, you know, it heightened our senses to this whole elitist parties and stuff like that. But immediately what our movement did was we branded it as this is spirit. And it could have been a an entire element of spirit cooking. But the spirit cooking, the spirit cooking portion was actually is what was stated in an email. And it was a private dinner between Marina Abramovic, Tony Podesta. They invited John Podesta, but I'm not sure that he showed up. But at least with them two and a few other elites, they had this secret little dinner called a spirit cooking. Yeah, and Hillary Clinton was sacrificing chickens to Moloch in the backyard in those emails. Right, (laughs) right, right. Now we don't know if that's it. within the same, but is that in the same well, thread of emails, right? Well, I, I don't know if that's in the same thread. I know it's in that same email dump from. And she's definitely associated with Marina Bromick. That's one hundred percent correct. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's sacrificing chickens to Moloch in the backyard. That's what she said in a freaking email, and in an it's, email, it's connected to her, and and it's connected I, to I, her. I, I 100% agree with you. People sensationalize things. And I think a lot of people fail to realize how many people are new to all of this. Like so many people are waking up to this stuff. Like in I've never paid attention to it before. Probably up in, I'd oh, say maybe two years ago, right before I started my show, I, I had a conversation. My, my wife talks about it. Cause she watches a lot of videos. Like she's obsessed with your channel, mm-hmm. Natalie. Now she, she's completely Aww, obsessed with awesome. it. Cause she, it's like, <laughs> you talk about all the stuff that, you know, she's always talked about and she's like big into this. And I was like, I had to ask her, I said, what the hell is spirit cooking? And then doing research on my own, like, you know, you know, about Hillary Clinton and that it might be linked to you, know, obviously satanic rituals that might involve, kidnapped traffic children and whether they were being sacrificed or not and mm-hmm. the whole adrenochrome thing and, and the podestas and it just it, it was over first hearing her talking about it first when i first started hearing her talk about it i'm like oh god she's she's off the fucking reservation and then yeah. i'm like <laughs> looking into it and talking to other people and then like watching your content and, and listening to you talk about it and then i obviously doing my own research and questioning everything it's like are these sick elitists that really sick and evil that they're actually doing this to children and and, right so so and the the thing is like i want to i want to extrapolate concrete details so like so far on my channel i have not talked about uh, adrenochrome i've talked about concrete events that have happened and i've questioned events that are that are concrete that are out there in public information now will i get there i don't know i don't know if i will get there but we what what i can say and why my goal is the way what my goal is is to is to demonstrate that this stuff is weird 
It is weird. There's no question about it. The stuff is weird. The the circles are weird. The people that uh, are interested are weird. The things that they do is weird. Human cakes, Natalie. Human cakes and eating it and and celebrating. Right, right. Exactly. A 20th annual Devil's Heaven, uh, you know, with um, Patrick Harris creating a morbid corpse cake of Amy Winehouse. And then you have Marina Abramovic's, uh, you know, celebrating this corpse cake in the middle of a scientific gala with Will Farrow and, and, um, and Ed with Gwen Stefani and all these people, Ed. all of the, like all of this is macabre and this is what they're interested in. So, so are there contextual clues and contextual details that could point to something? Well, I don't know with that, I'm not I'm not quite sure what that something quite is because I can't 100% prove it but what I can do is point to the details and that's my entire point. So when we revert it back to the de- you know the devil's heaven and what they're interested people were dressing like the devil people were definitely you know they were celebrating this occultic type of benefit with occultic type of exhibitions as exhibitionists then we can we can display that. Look, exhibit one, exhibit A, exhibit B. This is what they're celebrating, right? And that's the whole point. Like this is what. <laughs> yeah, I totally, I totally get it. I totally get it. But for those that are that are barely waking up, I would rather exhibit concrete details that point to weird shit than exhibit theories uh based on twitter twitter twitters right with based on twitter x you know rants or whatever i'd rather do that yeah if you're a thousand percent agree if you're talking to somebody who's new you cannot start going down these very high level rabbit holes like we can't even get people to believe that the china virus was a giant psyop to control us like we can't even get people to see that you expect people to believe that all these people that they love are satanic pedophiles and you're going to go down this rabbit hole and explain it to them. You could show them all of the evidence in the world. They're never going to believe you. You could show them actual documents like they're never going to care. I remember in 2008, 2009, when Epstein got arrested the first time and I was telling all my friends, Mm -hmm. there's these, there's these elites that are pedophiles and they're doing these fucking weird shit. Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, they're all connected Look at this guy. Mm-hmm. James, you're crazy. He's not doing all of this. Like, you show them the, the doc. Oh, it just says he sl- pl- pled down to soliciting child prostitution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Now, all of a sudden, it's pop culture, and everybody's talking about it. No one really gives a shit. You, you, you have to actually show them, like you said, concrete evidence. But not just that. You right. have to start small. You have to start. You have to. Nick, my other co-host, does a really good job at it at his salon. He asks them mm-hmm. questions and gets them to to start questioning what they're talking about. I, I will say what I like, Natalie, what you just said. It's like how you're taking your YouTube channel. Like you just said, I haven't gotten into Adrenochrome yet, and I don't know if I will. And then you made a. You made basically mm-hmm. the comment is, it's like well, that's not like you're you're actually doing. I guess maybe I don't know if you'd call it investigative um, journalism. And I know you're out there and you're doing a lot of research. And it seems like you're you're 
yeah, you know, you're, you're sharing your opinions and everything, but you are letting, mm-hmm. I guess, facts that you come up with direct you on where to go next. Like, you're not just going to exactly. get on and say, I'm talking about adrenochrome and I'm going to talk about Hillary Clinton peeling faces off kids right. and drinking their blood because you're, oh, you're the facts. The, the, the facts haven't gotten there for you yet for you to start talking about it. And I like that because right. I, I this is what this is what I have a problem with in, in our movement, whether you, it's conspiracies or truthers or or just questioning everything, whatever you want to call that. Um, right. Too many people jump the gun and, and start doing that. Uh, the this is what's happening. Like every celebrity is mm-hmm. a pedophile and, yes. and, and every every right. uh, celebrities out there having adrenochrome coladas with their right. fancy right. friends and their fancy parties. And that right. everybody that has black and white is yeah. a, a Mason. And, right. And You're a Mason, evil. Natalie, Denise, with your black and white. Mason. <laughs> and it so pisses me like- off because it gives us all a bad name. Like we're all conspiracy theorists. Yes. We're all wearing tinfoil And that's hats. exactly Listen, this is exactly, this is exactly why, this is exactly why I am so like headstrong and grabbing the bull by the horns is because I'm showing you, I am a normal shmormal person. I, I have Mm -hmm. bills and I don't have, I don't have the elitist money. I definitely don't. Right. I'm a normal person, but I have a taste. I have a taste for black and white. And that's okay. <laughs> Just it is if, okay. if you had and if you had a taste for the color, if you had a taste for like the color, you had a monochromatic taste for red, but you're not a sat- Satanist, you just like red and that's your favorite color. If you like lime green and that's your favorite color. The thing right. is, uh, we have let these theories and we had let these ideas and these, uh, in a way, it's kind of like, these are these are indoctrinations on our side as well. Sorry to call it out as well, but they are indoctrinations on our side that influencers, influencers have mobilized. And the thing is, it's okay. It's okay to like certain things so long as you're not taking it too far. It's definitely not healthy, right? But as long as you're keeping a healthy balance, you know, I just plain like black and white. And I know, I know you mentioned that, but I'm just taking this as an example and I'm not, you know, I'm not getting mad at it, but the thing is like, People have been so indoctrinated on our side at our movement that if you do one thing, it's like it's 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 legalism Ooh. is what it is. It has become Chill. just Chill. like the left, just like the left. How the left has le- uh, uh, created their own little religion of legalism you can't do this you can't do this you can't do that right if you do this or that, then you're you're ousted and all this. The same shit has happened on our side by mm-hmm. this movement where if yeah. you can't even do black and white you can't even wear this certain color you can't do this or that with your hands or whatever that's legalism you're t- you have created a legalistic a legalistic religion on our side the same thing that happened on the left has also happened on the right that's why i'm getting straight to the concreteness and the facts because the thing is, I'm a I'm gonna continue being a normal person who likes black and white, regardless of anybody's opinion. That's one hundred percent because I don't uh, give a shit about uh, anybody's opinion. You just mentioned hand gestures, and I actually it's funny. I, I don't know if it was a couple of weeks ago, and I was I was sitting there. I think it was me and you, James. We're on a show, and I noticed it myself. 
and I you see all these pictures on Instagram, people posting, even people that we know posting it right. about these celebrities doing hand gestures. And here I'm sitting on a show and we're talking, and I'm sitting here and I and I do this. I I sometimes I sit there and I, I do this often. I I, I it's a habit. I do Alex, this. You're Illuminati. You're I do this. You're and do you know, James? We were sitting there talking, and I saw myself doing it, and I said. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, shit, that's probably not good. Somebody's going to turn around and say I'm some sick fuck well, like Jay-Z. It's like, funny, no, it's funny that you say that because <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I, I went to Sam Tripoli's 500th episode. It was out here in Vegas, and Eddie Bravo was out here. And people started coming up and asking questions, and somebody got asked questions about Alex Jones and Joe Rogan being shills, and Eddie Bravo was like, listen, I used to call a lot of people shills and call people this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden I saw a video of me on YouTube on Joe Rogan's show talking and they were trying to use my hand gestures saying that I was signaling the Freemasons and the Illuminati right. because at that point I knew I needed to call some people and apologize because maybe, <laughs> maybe they're not as shilly as I thought they were. And that's, that's not to say what that I'm saying. That's, that's not what to I'm say saying. that there aren't shills because they, they, they do right. exist. And, and, and 100%. I, I with you, with you now, because I've been outspoken about this from from Jump Street. Like, if you go on our Instagram profile, I have a couple highlights. One of the first highlights is JFK Jr. This is one of the most things that drives me the most nuts about crazy conspiracy people. These people running around screaming that JFK Jr. is alive. I'm like, you sound <laughs> like a nut job. You make my job to try to get to the truth and help people right. understand this sounds so crazy. Because as soon as I bring right. something up, they're like, oh, you think JFK Jr. is alive? I'm like, no, I don't. No. They're like, yeah, you're a nut right. job. You're and crazy. I don't think he's going to come back and no, make exactly. you Donald Trump king of kings. No, no, no. Exactly. These are the types of conversations conversations that people have and talk about it's not just Marina and Bromovich it has to do with everything they get so, so they get so emotionally attached to these scenarios because one that's thing was exactly right. right that's and what I'm saying they want to be right so badly and they refuse to look at things logically because they're so emotionally attached to the outcome that's 100% what I'm saying we have created not only a legalistic system and belief system on the left where you can't, you know, you have to put your pronouns in your bio and you have to do this and that and that, but also on the right side, it, it, and I would say it's a fringe minority, but still it exists and they are, you know, they are outspoken. You can't, you can't put your hands a certain way. You can't do black and white. You can't, you know, say certain words. You can't even have, you can't even have a past where you're, where you're pictured with Tim Burton's, you know, symbols and logos. You know what I yeah. mean? So, and so that's what, that's what has empowered me. I'm like, I don't get, I don't care about your opinion. I'm a continue being an authentic person and I'm a continue yep. being that exploring the facts with my black and white set. How about <laughs> that? Put that in your pipe and suck it, dude. Like, with your skull, like, shirt. With your skull shirt and you're just with my skull shirt. Is it really like, red wine exactly. you're drinking or is it blood, Natalie? You're a Freemason. <laughs> is that really red wine, you sicko, with your red, black, and white couch and your red wine? Is that uh, blood? She's saying, she's saying that because we all know what she's right. drinking. Dude, it, but exactly that. People could take a clip. People literally will take a clip of that and probably make it into their own little reel. And the thing is, like, thank you for the promotion. Thank you for the free promo. 
Catalyst Jones just said in the chat that he was screenshotting me doing this and he's outing me now. I'm in the Illuminati. That's it. White Rabbit Podcast is outing Alan Jacoby. I'm in the Illuminati. You know what? I'll take you the publicity. You know Roger Stone, you're in the Illuminati. That's right. Me and Roger Stone, we're Geometry Illuminati confirmed. brothers. Oh, Geometry yeah, confirmed. And she's, she's amazing, Geometry. black and white. Am I the only only one that's not connected to anything out here? What the fuck? Uh, we'll figure you out. We will figure you out. There's you're connected. You're connected to Patriot, which you know <laughs> they have their own company. And if you have your own company, you know in this movement, uh, oh, you yeah. know, like oh, yeah. you're a grifter. You're a grifter. Like, you sell a t-shirt. That's what I'm saying. Right. You guys, you guys catch. You are you guys picking up what I'm putting down here? Yeah. This this is what we have to eradicate. This is why I'm taking the direction that I'm taking because we have created our own legalistic rules where I'm like, you can go yourself with your rules because I'm gonna oh, continue selling it. t-shirts. I'm gonna continue. You can. Con I'm gonna continue wearing black and white. I'm gonna continue with my black and white set, and I'm gonna continue wearing my makeup and my eyelashes and everything. I'm gonna do because I don't care about anybody's opinion. I care right. about what my content focuses on which is the concrete facts and the concrete details and that's it so that's what that's what i'm trying to i mean i, I don't care anybody I, I don't care about anybody's opinion about whether or not i'm this or that people are going to do that regardless yes. no matter what you can't put your hands in a certain formation because you know it's associated with this or that well fuck i can't do anything now like i can't do anything right. because i have to so then imagine this like really put this in perspective now we rag on the left about being so neutral. Like they're trying to make like neutral, non-binary or gray. You can't do like um, gender neutral uh, or I'm sorry, gender affirming colors like blue or pink or anything like that. So now they're resorting to gray. We're becoming the same thing where we cannot do anything with our hands. We cannot have our own companies. We cannot do what there's. Is that not sound like some sort of infiltration? on our that. side it's true does, does that not sound like infiltration on our side where we're becoming the same thing so really i i just like encourage people to search for the authenticity of a person or personality on right. the platform on whatever platforms that you follow because the thing is you know if you're if you are getting badgered and you're getting you know shamed for doing certain things as little as hand movements and colors really think about where the source what source it's coming from and right. that's that's my rant that's my ted talk it's that's true, all but, i wanted to say it's I, all relevant hold on so you're talking about you know where you sell a t-shirt whether you have a company literally I, I, someone was attacking me on social media the other day because i'm i'm just about ready to launch we all know it i started a company called patriot cigar company that's the name of my company Hello. patriot cigars right but listen so somebody tells me I hate America. I'm 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 uh, I've all kinds of names because the cigar because obviously they don't understand the cigar industry that the best cigars are made in Nicaragua, not in the United States, and that's where the cigars come from. So I have no business calling it the Patriot Cigar Company because the cigars come from the Nicaragua. Come from the United States, please tell me. There please. are a few like Drew, Drew Estate as a whole tobacco field in in the United States. That's great, right? But the it, it's not the same. There's still good cigars, whatever it is. But just just the point is, okay, I'm a. Uh, call me a right-leaning or conservative podcaster. It's what I am. It's what my show is. And 
right. mean, I own the Patriot Podcast Network, and now I own the Patriot Cigar Company. And now because I call it Patriot, and I get it from people, some people on the, or they call themselves uh, people on the right, or a lot of people on the left. Oh, Patriot, you're 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 a, you're a terror, domestic terrorist. You're you're an insurrectionist, mm-hmm. and you have no business calling yourself Patriot because you hate America and you want to overflow overthrow the government. I mean, it's like, come on, it's just when does it stop? I mean, we're again, does it not sound like infiltration to you? Because these things are ridiculous. It's legalistic and it becomes like a religion on our side as well. That's why I'm like, I'm like, I am so grateful for the thing that happened to me. Like, you know, people creating conspiracy theories about me and a few other Patriot upstanding, upstanding Patriots, you know, in the movement. You know, I'm glad that that happened because now I'm like even more empowered. Like I'm going to do me regardless because I've already, you know, like that these things have already come at me like that. I'm suspected of this and that. And what are you really doing? And it's like, dude, if you really knew my like, if you really knew what was going on in the background about this, like uh, about my platform and about like all the things in my personal life, like people would never say the things that they do if they truly saw it. And I, I, I told, I actually told my friend today, I actually told her today, I was like, I fantasize about the time, like about the day that I am so well taken care of that I am going to come out with all my receipts from that time period of like, this is what was happening to me while I was being called a grifter, while I was being called this or that, this is, and these are concrete receipts, like documentation. These are statements. I'll even print them out. Like, this is what was actually happening to me on the background. I haven't even spoken about like my personal life or anything because I live very privately, like my personal life very privately, but that that's the thing. So people have come to a mob mentality on the right side where they will believe influencers before their own logic and they will mob mentality against you for owning a cigar company for owning a a a piece of a a t-shirt gig right Right. for your own podcast for your own products when really we live in a capitalistic society Mm -hmm. where it makes sense like that's that's the American are dream. We, not, we are we not fighting communism and socialism? Like, isn't that one of the biggest fights that we're up not? against right now? Is, is that not, not what is one of the biggest like staples of America? Is capital a capitalistic free market? Like right, right now, we're running through it. I agree, it's a crony capitalist market right now. It's not a free market as as it should be. Um, mm-hmm. But this one of the, the the staples is a capitalistic market. What better way to fight against communism? Than to be as capitalistic as humanly possible like agreed that's the way you do it become become your own boss stop relying like what happened when 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 they shut down the country nope nobody can right. go to work you relied right. on the government what happens when you own your own company you own your own business you don't rely on the government you don't rely on big daddy government to come and save the day your business is running smoothly you can decide on your own whether you want to keep your company open or or shut it down or have protocol to make sure that you can run run your business while this the 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 government tries to shut down the country they have no control over you if you own your own business and this is a major part of their agenda in the first place is why they tried to destroy all the mom and pops and privately owned businesses because they can't control them Right. It's, it, it, right. It's it's something that the fact that people attack you for trying to 
monetize. Us, not yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I, it's it's crazy. But but anybody who's putting out content, anybody who's doing anything in this space, they get attacked. They get called a patriot or um, attacked in any way. It's mind boggling to me because at the end of the day, we've all put in a ton of money, a ton of time, a ton of work into what we yeah. do. Like a lot of time, yeah. a lot of money and a lot of work and people attack you. And it's crazy. It's not even people that watch your show. Bro, if you don't like my show or you don't like what I'm doing, hit the unfollow button. Go somewhere else. I don't care. Like They want to make their point because they're jealous of a platform that they can never have. They're jealous of the work that they won't put in. They're jealous of the outcome that we have worked very hard for. And that's, that's it. That's why people point fingers without, because here's my first thing. This is the first thing that I say when people criticize me on my content, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Can you point me to your link so I can learn from you? And so you can show me how to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Enlighten me on how to do the specific thing that you're criticizing me on. And you know what I hear? Crickets all the time. Every single time that I do that. Oh my gosh. I had no idea that I should be doing that. Can you actually send me a link of your content? Not of somebody else's content, your content. Show me a link. Meanwhile, they're busy watching the news actors on mainstream media who are influenced by millions of dollars sitting behind a news desk. They're they're the ones that they're relying on. We're all the conspiracy theorists. We're all sitting here talking about how the mainstream media and all these people are corrupt and they need to be removed and and be gone. Okay, let's let's make that happen. But who's going to step into their place? Is it going to be the people that have been putting out content and media the entire time that have been right about a lot of that's been going on the entire time right. people have already built a, a pretty decent sized audience that right. people are already watching or do you want somebody else with big corporate money to come in and start feeding you propaganda and feeding you news which one do you, uh, okay. do you, do you think? we should be supporting each other and this is what i love about alan alan's great at this anytime somebody's doing something or, or has any type of service or product alan's the first one to go and buy it he's the first one to sign up for it alan you is have great to. He's great at supporting other patriots and supporting other people that are that are that are on capitalistic ventures and trying to do something for themselves. He's really good at it. And we all should be doing this stuff because we should, we should be supporting each other. Like like our friend our, our friend Sean Chris says he wants to create his own economy. This is a, this is a way that we can create our own economy where we start. But buying that's how you do it. Yeah, as we start. One hundred percent. How you do it? Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. You have to. That's one hundred percent. How you do it. I try to tell everybody just support decentralized media. I mean, and, and to me, what decentralized media is, the word media, I use it loosely. Like Are us. Are you with CNN? I, exactly. I, you know who's not with CNN anymore? Mm-hmm. Mr. Potato Head, Brian, Brian Stelter. Stelter. I mean, Done. I mean, Bri- Brian Done. Stelter got canceled, but hey, Alan Jacoby, James Curry, oh, and Natalie Denise, we didn't get canceled. We're still on the air. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mr. That's Potato right. Head. But there's something and something. <laughs> Brian Stelter. Something has. Brian Stelter. Fuck, Mr. Potato Head. Natalie, what you got? 
So, and something has to pay the bills, right? Something has to keep us going because I assure you, a lot of us have lost a lot more money than what we are producing in the content that we're producing day to day. And it takes a lot of tenacity, consistency for you to even break, like break even, but make a profit in meat in alternative media. We're not talking about the big conservative personalities that have big, you know, big, big names behind them. Let's be real. Like there are some big names, big corporations that are behind them that are funding their shows for alternative media. It is completely good for them. Correct. (laughs) But it's not the same story for alternative media. So we have to put up a lot of our own finances, our production, and our time which is very costly or we i'm my own uh, uh, until last week i i am my own producer and still i'm producing my own youtube videos but like my instagram content like i needed help so i got another i got an editor right so but this is my first time ever hiring anybody anybody throughout this entire time right but the thing is like that's the thing I had to do it all myself, putting in my money, my time and all these things. So, so with that being said, you're putting in hours of editing, hours of production design, putting together your OBS or your stream yard or yep. your graphics or all that. And that takes hours. You guys know it takes it's hours. So um, we're putting in all of this time on the back end that nobody sees what we're doing. And then you have, and then you have a little twerp ass commenter saying, <laughs> Oh my God! You know, like this. You know, I, I have to withstand thirty, thirty seconds. I have to withstand thirty to the thirty to sixty seconds on an ad on YouTube that's already yeah. free, right? Like, oh, how much you have changed for the money? It's like little asshole. Do you know that you weren't complaining about a three? a two to three minute ad break on direct TV football when you were watching it a few years ago. Do you know that you weren't complaining about that, but you have to cry on a free YouTube video for 30 seconds that supports my bills, buys my groceries and pays my car note. Do we understand where we're like, do we understand where our head spaces are right now? You know they don't, what I mean? Because they don't like, agree with the content, so they don't want to. They don't want to hear your right. ads. They don't want to see your ads. They, it, it, it's they ridiculous. But they, they do agree. But that's the thing, Alan. They do like my content. So, that's the that's the thing oh, that so gets it's, me. It's they watch my content. Why, oh, yeah. Yeah. These are they, they, followers. They, they, that feel entitled enough that's the thing that that gets me these are followers that feel entitled enough to get your content for free but also you can't be selling t-shirts you can't be putting ads on your shit you can't be doing all these things but it's like do you understand everything that goes behind the scenes to get the content for free for you but you're gonna complain about a 30 to second 60 second ad that's the thing to do to do a thirty second clip, it's not like we just sit down and just do a thirty second no. clip. Production that goes no. into it. there's a lot of a lot that goes into this what we do, and people don't realize. Like I'll never forget Sheep No More when he, we've been doing our show. We the people rate over three years. He started doing a show and he did like three episodes. He's like, dude, I didn't realize how much work that it is. I didn't realize how much time goes in to putting in a podcast like i thought every, I, my favorite my favorite comment is oh you just sit behind a microphone and talk that's my favorite <laughs> i'll be right back yeah, I, i'll it. be right back i literally you know i i started i i started 
as a hobby. I said, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast. I get thrown off Facebook. People are telling me, hey, you should start a podcast. And I know I'm going to do it. And <laughs> then it's running she's, run, she's running around. She, she's, she, she, she's running around. She, 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 she's got to go. She, she, she's not drinking red wine. She's drinking blood. She's got to go drain more out of the sacrificial oh, land. Yeah, she's got she, in the back. She's got to go scare some children and, and get but some adrenochrome. People don't realize. They don't realize the time that goes into it. And I didn't think this was going to turn into what it's turned out to be that I'm buying all this equipment. I'm doing my own producing, you know, well, when we were in a live show, we got all of a sudden work out a technical difficulty because you know, the streams streams crashing like, but it's fun. And I'm, I'm not doing this for the, for, for, I'm not doing this for money. I don't make any money from my show. I'm, I have, I listen, I'm self-employed. I have my business and I'm, I'm starting another business, but it's just, yes, is, is the podcast going to help me with my new business? Absolutely it is. But that's all part of capitalism in America. Networking. Like, and and networking and being successful because we all have the same opportunities available to us, but – we're not all guaranteed the same outcome. And that's the problem with a lot of people on the left and the the uh, the generation coming up now who is so self-entitled sitting on mommy's couch with their knit hats playing Xbox stuff in their fat fucking faces with Hot Pockets thinking that they deserve what I'm working hard for myself. No, it's not how it works. It's not how America works. It's even the working class right. Like they think that we should go and be the working class. Like we shouldn't try to branch off. It's right. It's everybody in society. Like every time you try to like, even if we weren't in politics, even if we weren't in news and doing yeah. what we're doing, anytime you try to start a business of your own, it's yes. not the people that, that you think are going to support you. Like all your friends and family, you think are going to be like, yeah, go for it. Go get them. They're the ones who are telling you, Oh, it's not going to work. It'll never work. Go get a go get a real job. Yeah. Go do this. Go, like that's my favorite. Go get a real job. Stop chasing your dreams. Stop, stop doing all of this. Like just, you know, go get a, you know, get a nice career. James, I've had I've had careers. I've been working since I'm 13 years old. I used to sort empty beer cans at the beer distributor in the summer, getting stung by yellow jacks at 13. Actually, scratch that. My first job was at 11 years old when I was a mop and broom at my father's auto uh, repair shop. Okay, and I was and and I was making a five dollars an hour and I had to wipe down the equipment and I would do that like every Saturday and Sunday. And I think Friday afternoon, I would do it after school. And then I worked as a, I became a paramedic. I worked in an emergency room. I worked at a medical examiner's office. I worked on an ambulance. I started my own business. I'm starting like, and, and, and yes, I started the podcast and hoping that it would turn out to something and, and become monetized. And I can maybe just do this full time. And I, I, I feel like I do this full time, but this isn't my full time job. I mean, I do three live shows a week. Plus I'm on, now I'm on I'm on other people's shows scheduled weekly to appear on their shows. Like it just turned into ama- something amazing, but the best part of it. Right. The, and the, and now I really see the real reason of doing it is the networking I've done because if I didn't start a podcast, I'd have no idea who James Curry or Natalie Denise was or Steak for Breakfast podcast or all of these yeah, other I, influencers. I, I kind of wish I kind of wish it was that way, actually. Okay. He's such a scumbag. <laughs> and, and then I and then I go and then I and then I go I the extra, 
And then I, I love the you, extra, Alan. <laughs> and then I go the extra mile and decide to spend thousands of dollars and make the Patriot Podcast Network that I don't charge anybody to be on. I make absolutely no money on it. It costs me hundred hundreds of dollars a month to actually keep it going. But I do it because of the messaging everybody has and who gets thrown off YouTube and who gets thrown off Spotify. So I'm like, fuck it. We should be in people's living rooms. And you know what? It gets two, three hundred installs on TVs a week and, and, and without doing heavy mo monetarily um, uh, marketing. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to start a, a cigar company and I'm going to give everybody promo codes and give and, and be hopefully be the uh, the Mike Lindell of cigars and use the podcast as a vessel to yes, sell my product. So if that if that absolutely me, if, that, if that labels me a grifter, then you know what? I'm a pretty successful fucking grifter, and anyone who has a problem with it can go fuck themselves. You heard it right here. <laughs> but you know what, Alan? But you know what? Both Alan and James, the people that come at you for this type of stuff, you, when you just go look at their profiles, for instance, you just take like a sample subset of these people, you go look at them, oh, they're goodness. living sad-ass lives sad ass lives that that they they internalize this hurt and they lash out at people that they either wish they were like them or they're they're envious of them or they just lash out just because they want to take out their hate on them but the thing is they're not living any better than you. They can't advise you. It's the topography of where we're at. It's as if you're a giraffe and you're eating at the trees and they're turtles eating at the grass and they can't ever see your perspective because they're not there. They're not ever going to be there. And you're forever going to be there because you're a giraffe and they're a turtle. They're going to continue eating at the grass and all they can do is look up and criticize you. I'm five foot four. I'm not a giraffe. Alan you're a definitely, giraffe. Alan is definitely no giraffe. <laughs> Alan is, Alan is a garden gnome. I'm a, <laughs> a what? I'm a, a garden. I'm a garden gnome. I'm the guy Alan you throw in your garden. Throw one of those Travis gnome hats the on me. He's the, he's the garden gnome. Up, here. up, and away. You know, okay, you know I mean, if you're a five four, maybe not a giraffe, but you're definitely taller than a turtle. I can you know, tell you that. You know, Natalie, you, a baby giraffe, maybe. Me and James talk about this a lot because there are people out there who like to talk and maybe would be good at, at, at podcasting or, ha or, or establishing a platform. I mean, I'm a nobody and I just bought equipment and started a podcast and it's grown and it's growing. It grows every day. And I, I, I go out sometimes and I get recognized or I, I get, I I've gotten a question in public like, Hey, you look familiar. Do you have a podcast? And my answer is always, Oh, maybe I got to make sure they're not ready to stab me or anything like that because of my content. <laughs> and then I see, yeah, and then, Hey, we watch you, you're random people. Oh, we listen to you. Oh, I, I one, one lady in a mall go, Oh yeah, I, I subscribe to you on Podbean. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's cool. And, and you know, but me and James talk about this where there are people out there what maybe should start a podcast. And we always say it. If there's people out there that are interested in starting a podcast, you could, oh, I'm so generous. I will spend the time to tell you how to do it how to grow it and james will do the same thing and we always tell people anyone I just did it with somebody I hey, see? Just, just asked me and i got on a, on a on a call with him and walked him through gave him a list of all the equipment to get where where he's at what he wants to Free do charge i'll do it i'll tell you everything yeah, to do i was with him for like an hour and a half two hours and we were just yeah. going over and talking about it. so i have no problem and and it's yeah. it's it's a lot of work and that's what i tell people i'm like a, a lot of it people is. they start a podcast and this is the first thing that i told him i was like listen i was like if you're doing it with a large group of people as he said he had four co-hosts i was like i guarantee two of them are gonna drop off be ready yeah. 
two of them yep. minimum yeah. or drop it off because it's a lot of work and they're they're not even going to be doing any of the work they're going to be just showing up and talking behind the mic that's all they're going to do and it's going to become too much work for them you're going to have to do all the editing all the fucking promoting all the social media it's a lot of work a lot, a lot of, of fucking work and i'm telling you right now you're going to get two three months in and maybe a couple hundred people will be listening a week but not a lot and you're going to be like maybe this is not worth it and it's it's a grind it's a Listen, grind it took me it took me months to get 50 people to listen to me all right it, months mm-hmm. and statistically you know they call it pod fade statistically so many podcasts will start and they won't get past the 10th episode that's always a thing mm-hmm. like that's like listen this isn't working nobody's listening to me everybody's impatient they think they're going to get on there and thousands of people are going to be watching and listening to them it's not how it goes you get frustrated with the number chasing ah my downloads aren't where they should be my views aren't where they should be oh, fuck all that if you enjoy the content that you're putting out and you have a message 100 your heart is in it do it and and i tell people well ha- because I do a lot of solo shows, you know, and a lot of people say, well, I, I, I can only – Natalie, you do solo shows, and a lot of people say, oh, I can't do monologues. I have to have somebody to bounce stuff off of and co-host and things like mm-hmm. that. Right? Everybody everybody has their own thing. So people are like, well, how do you do that and talk to yourself for an hour and a half? And I says, well, I act like I'm talking to a room full of people, and but I'm, I'm staring at a camera. And, and then I always say, listen – whether you have 50 people watching you every week or 500 people watching you every week, right. know that those 50 people are coming to sit down and watch and listen to what you have to say. That means 100%. something. 100%. That, that means something. A room full of 50 and, people and put you on the stage. A room full of 50 right. people. That's a, lot, that's, a, that's a lot of people in one room. And let yeah. me just say, like, there's been a lot of re rebranding, restructuring, mm-hmm. rethinking of and I've spoken to James about this, about, you know, certain aspects of my media. Like there's just certain things like I have to rethink some things you might think is a great idea at the very beginning, uh, might get you in a lot of work and it uh, might not be God's intention for you and your work, but when you rethink it and you really sit on it, like, here's the thing, like, here's my journey. Like, you know, I, I stopped the whole, uh, marina and these digs and da, 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 because then I was told like the best thing to do was to commentate on the news. Now it, uh, that may be everybody's gift on to commentate, commentate on the news and events and all that. I just like, I only find certain news events interesting. Like Trump's Mar-a-Lago was pretty big. So I commentated on that. But between that, there's really nothing that's like, oh my gosh, I've got to make an episode every single day on every single event that's happening. That's just not my gift. And I recognize that uh, up until recently that that's just not like, not only is it just not my gift, I'm not really good. You know, it's not that I'm not really good at it because I can talk about anything but it's not what i'm interested in that's not what's on my heart what's on my heart and what i truly am interested in is investigation what is this about what are they doing what were they doing what are they talking about who are they associated with that's my gift and the thing is you're going to go through a journey and don't get disappointed by the journey you have to persevere through it to truly get to your point truly get to your gift and you and and if you truly are you are gravitated towards that go through go through the shit go through the hard times and build yourself and persevere through it because believe it or not 
every single one of you on this podcast can attribute to this. You know that going through this shit has made you to what you are today. The major platforms are today. You have to persevere through it. If you quit, you quit. You just abandoned an entire process that maybe God had intended for you, but you just quit the process. But you have to go through all of these hard times and finding out what your true knack is by going through it. So don't quit and go through, you know, go do, do reach out to people. If you have, you know, people who have platforms, who people who do podcasts, reach out to them. And most likely a lot of them will speak into you and maybe identify something that maybe you just don't see at the moment. And you have to persevere through that. You have to persevere through the hard times to get to your end point. And that's the thing, like, a lot of people won't. They won't go through all the all the shit to, oh, to right. get to their point. That's with any business yeah. or any 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 personal venture. It's not just with podcasting or, or building a platform. It's right. really starting anything on your own. And most people give up. It's the it's the old meme I see all the time back in the day. It's a guy who's digging for diamonds and he's just digging, 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 and he stops. Yeah, and he stops. he's almost like, there. An inch before he finds his first diamond, someone picks up where he left off and finds the diamonds in a second. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. you gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep barreling through. And it's tough because the the it's very possible that the feds are shutting down Alan's computer to stop him from doing the show. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the shadow ban, the shadow ban is real though. Uh, on a real note, the shadow, the shadow ban is very, very real. And then you have the you, you then you have the social media stormtroopers that literally troll our accounts to look for things to, oh to report. Gosh. Like literally today oh at two o'clock, literally literally today at two o'clock, I finished a a three day restriction on my podcast page because somebody went on and and found a a meme that I posted weeks ago about it, it had Hunter Biden on one side and some like ugly monkey on the other and one said monkey pox and the other said junkie pox and then somebody reported i got a 3 day ban for bullying harassment and hate speech and bullying on hunter biden poor hunter biden, hunter biden. last uh, last week on monday me and Alan opened the show talking, asking our audience to comment down below on new names for the monkeypox because the World Health Organization has asked. <laughs> has they asked. didn't take that down. We fat no, shame no, people to the max, it, and they oh, didn't. Yeah. Take, they don't. They don't remove that. Like some, some of them were like pronouns in Braille, or <laughs> like, like what was it like the sin, the sinner. Uh, I think I saw like the center speed bumps or something like that. Center speed. <laughs> somebody said, somebody said like homo hash. Then there were like so many other, like there was some horrific uh, names we were rattling off, but they didn't remove that. Hilarious. I call Hunter Biden a junkie, and they they said, "Well, no, you have to do three days in Facebook jail for that because you you take bullied Hunter Biden." Take, take it down, Alan. you bullied him. Take like, really? it down. Really. Oh, I got it right here. <laughs> I got it. I got to answer. So manhole I'm going to ask. Manhole mumps, fag freckles. Manhole pronouns, mumps. <laughs> pronouns in braille, tolerance tumors, dick and pox, and love measles, <laughs> poofter plague, and sin speed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. show. So. It's- it's 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 so sick. So I I, mean, I wanted to ask you earlier because we were talking about you know Lady Gaga and Marita Marina Bramovic and all this sickness and the Bedestas. In your 
journey covering a lot of this and 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 investigating and what's your what's your feeling on the prevalence and the amount of i guess maybe it's too far pedophilia and or trafficking Mm -hmm. in hollywood so you know with hollywood you have to think about all the other aspects of their lifestyle they're rich they can obtain as much attention as they want uh they've got everything at their fingertips they've got all the resources um for hollywood you know you also have to think about the uh what they're um you know what they're bored with you know they're bored with they can buy anything they can go out and buy whatever they want the most expensive cars the most expensive clothes and accessories and all that so in in a psychology in the psychology of everything they're really looking for the next the next level the next bar of you know and sometimes that's really sick and twisted things and um it's the things that you really can obtain that is uh of taboo and illegal sure yeah yeah if it's not kosher that's what they go after so it gives them like an adrenaline rush it's actually a psychology so um for instance uh and and actually this is a good education piece when people watch porn for instance yeah when people watch porn uh, what it does to your brain, uh, your brain is moldable, right? So you're when you watch porn, you're actually, you're forming your brain to this mentality and idea that this is what real life is. And so when you're searching titles, like, um, you know, uh, uh, a young, young this or young that, and, th- and this is why Pornhub actually got in trouble, because uh, they were actually, you know, uh, circulate, or they were actually hosting child uh barely legal sick things like that yeah right 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 and why does the brain do do that is because you are creating what's called a neuro pathway in your brain when you learn something new so think about a habit or a new skill that you've learned you've had to practice and practice and practice to obtain and acclimate to yourself to that skill right and that's because when you do that over and over and over again, you're building your neuro pathway to submit, you know, these messages to your brain. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. So the same thing goes for hormones like dope or dopamine, right? Yeah. So dopamine is a feel good hormone. And so when you like, for instance, if you are uh, uh, on a roller coaster, or if you're getting accolades from somebody that you love, you know, you're, you're getting this dopamine fix, this dopamine hit. And so it feels great. And or that, right? Like, so, so it's like, you're, you're getting this, this thing that's telling your brain, this is good. This is good. It's a rewarding system, right? So dopamine is a very prevalent hormone chemical in your, in your neurosystem. So when you are watching porn, uh, your sexual appetite is one of the most prevalent pieces of our human nature, right? So when you are uh, reaffirming that sexual appetite through a, an artificial type of scene like porn, you're actually teaching your brain how to acclimate yourself to an artificial scene, which is a pornography scene. So when men watch this, they're raising the bar for their sexual their sexual life. So they're expecting this and this 
and this. That's why it and destroys this, relationships and, and marriages. 100,000%. This is why it is destroying relationships, marriages. This is why men step out on their wives because they're looking for that next exciting thing. And that's why they either hire an escort or they cheat on their wife with, you know, someone who is not of the same lifestyle or whatever, right? Because it's different. And so it's, there's a lot of nuances to that. This is porn has definitely destroyed our view of sexuality and a normal sexual um, human nature, right? So it has become abnormal and it has become super, you know, super kind of um, uh, more. It's it's become it's raised the bar basically. It's raised the bar in our sexuality. So in saying all of that. And it's free. It's everywhere. Like and when you're, when, when it's free, you're exactly. the product. Like 100%. 100%. It and it's free. Like I 100%. think about I remember growing up and, you know, I, I was a boy growing up and I always remember trying to find the playboys in magazines. Like it, it wasn't like you could just go online and Google it and get it. Like I remember having uh-huh. LimeWire and trying to get it. You get so many viruses as a young, mm-hmm. a young kid. And it wasn't easily accessible as a young kid. Now you can literally just, oh yeah, I'm 18. Ooh, I'm 18. I'm in. I'm watching whatever the fuck I want. And it's 100 percent whatever you want. It's so, like it's wild. It's, I and mean, it's on Twitter it's too, so which is true. wild. It's all over Twitter too. Like you can literally go on so, Twitter and watch which is wild. So think about that. So think about it. It's free. And think about are the agenda, the agenda on the hypersexualization of our culture. Why? Why is it free? What, because they want to deconstruct the 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 new uh, what is the nucleus idea of a nuclear family right, and the way that God family. has nuclear family the way that god has designed it for us that is the truth the way that god has designed a nuclear family is by order the man the wife and then the children and that is a nuclear family and they're trying to destroy that and they know i mean well i don't know that people know it right like it's not a household term or household conversation but the spiritual world knows that the spiritual world knows that the way that you destroy a nuclear family is to go inside the mind of man and to consume it and get inside the heart of man and consume that and infiltrate it so that's a great point that porn is free. And so it is 100%. It is destroying nuclear families yeah. all around the world. So taking it back to the elites, right? So taking it back to the elites, to the psychology of them raising the bar consistently to, you know, this is satisfying, this is satisfying, this is satisfying, where to the point where it's out of bounds, where now it's like, oh, this is no longer exciting or edgy to me. So what's the next edgiest thing? And that's where it goes into the sadistic, the sadism of that that part where they have to now go to you know uh go through back channels and underground clubs and sex dungeons and um you know the black markets of our day to obtain a child now that that's that was taboo right that was taboo and all these things according to mainstream society now you see the hypersexualization of children and you actually see 
normal everyday leftists advocating for that. It is an absolute infiltration of our culture where what at once it was the elite's idea of this like secretive thing that you could get away with just because you had money, you could pay people off to keep silent, all these right. things. But now it has infiltrated down to our culture where they're actually permeating into normal day society into our schools I actually went to a school board meeting recently and it's it's crazy because like it's going down to the schools you understand yeah. like this is Open this car. is big i have a nine-year-old so daughter in school and it's it it scares the shit out of me because of the things yeah. that these sickos are doing in schools and the normalization of the sexualization of children with the gender right. you know show the videos every week it's it's constant and to 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 your point these people it's not it's not just that they want to get involved in things that, that most people don't have access to you have to mm -hmm. realize of a lot of these places like Epstein Island, like uh, what Harvey Weinstein was doing, like uh, Nexium, Dan Schneider like, with yeah, his Dan foot Schneider. fetish. These are all these are all blackmail operations. Like they don't allow you to mm -hmm. get to certain places unless you're doing certain things. So right. I know people personally that will do anything for money and fame. Like they will, they'll do whatever mm -hmm. that's what they want. But so so it's not hard to, to think that if someone offers this, you're going to do it. And this is what these people are doing. And you're 100 percent right. They push this into our culture. I talk about all the time. Miley Cyrus was one of the first people that they did this to. They brought up this super wholesome girl on Disney. They hook, line and sinkered all these little girls who loved Hannah Montana, right. this sweet little home, home, like regular great girl, great influence to kids. And all of a sudden, overnight, she flips the switch. She's wearing a nude patent leather suit, twerking on Robin Thicke in front of right. millions of people. Now, all of a sudden, all of these young girls who idolize this, this perfect little home homeschool girl who wanted to twerk on Robin Thicke and do all this, this crazy things. And, and it, it, it was done on purpose. There's an agenda behind it. These people are well aware how psychology works and how people get attached to these celebrities and idolize these 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 elites, if you would call right. them. And, right, right. And our adversaries know it. Look at TikTok, Natalie. Look at TikTok. American oh, TikTok yeah. is 13-year-old girls dressing like whores, dancing around with their asses out. And then you go on yeah. the China TikTok, and it's Chinese kids doing chemistry and math. I mean, uh, yes, no. yes, yes. I, and, and actually, who was it? Andrew, what was the comedian? Uh, his last name, Andrew something. Andrew Dice Schultz. Clay? Schultz. Oh. Schultz. 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 Oh, he, said it, he said it best on his podcast. This, yeah. like, listen to this algorithm. What you just mentioned, the USA, our rewarding system, once again, the dopamine fix, right? And yeah. if you guys have seen anything on, you know, any documentaries about social, uh, you know, social capitalism and uh, social surveillance, I'm sorry, not social capitalism, social surveillance, the way that the algorithm captures... Yes. Well, no, social surveillance is different. So social creditors have something to do with it down the line, but social surveillance. That's where, that's where they're is, heading, social surveillance, yeah. 
Right. So, so what they're doing with these algorithms is that, you know, in American society, the TikTok algorithm actually rewards stupid shit. Like, and I don't, I don't mean this in a way that you're not talented, but it's not as important as math. (laughs) as math and research and, you know, cognitive thinking, right? That actually, those pieces of content are rewarded in China, where this app is originated. But in the USA, you know, our, our adversaries are saying that our algorithms actually reward that of things like, you know, lip syncing videos and choreography dancing videos or makeup videos. Look, I I was in the makeup industry f- for the past decade. So I, I know everything that there is about makeup. But what I do know about makeup as well is that it's not quite a skill as it is for cognitive thinking, critical thinking, mathematics, and science, right? And that is what they're rewarding other people making content in other countries for versus here where we're doing stupid shit for rewarding points like followers. And that's what they've constructed. And they're collecting all of of your data while you're at it. And they're like, I everybody's like, Oh, James, you should go on TikTok because you get so many views and followers. It's great. I'm like, No, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Nope. In America, if you're a mathlete or in a chess club, you are a loser by American standards. You are a loser if you're a, a, a genius at math, you're in the mathletes in school or you're, you're in the chess club, or you're a 14-year-old scratch golfer because you're on a golf team. You're a loser. But now, if you're a 14-year-old and you're on TikTok and you're twerking by your pool in a bikini you have no business wearing at 13 years old, well, then you're a fucking superstar. And we're going to reward you with clicks and views and maybe more. Yeah. And it's it's disgusting. That's backwards. We, we've become that. And in a sense, I guess we've yeah. always been like that in a sense, but it's it's worse now. And then they hijack things like, James, you made a comment before about people who are desperate do anything for money. So I, I, I bring this up from time to time. I had a drag queen on my show. Okay. Uh, Kitty Damore. His name is Bill. It's a guy. He's not a tranny or anything like that. He's a, uh, lives as a biological gay man and he's out he's outspoken about how drag queens have no business around your kids education reading to them in schools performing in schools and libraries because most drag queens first of all they like circus clowns they belong in a nightclub it's adult entertainment they don't belong in schools but unfortunately most drag queens are uh drug addicts or just very poor and they're looking for the next gig so when the school mm-hmm. system like new york city decides to spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on drag queens to come into school and pay them forty dollars an hour to do makeup tutorials in the school classroom then they're going to yeah. jump at that gig and unfortunately bring all of their disgusting habits and perversion with them to your children and the, 100%. the, the, the leftist and the transgender agenda hijacked the drag queen entertainment industry and then it unfortunately turns out to say that a lot of people on the right do this, that all all drag queens are pedophiles and all drag queens are evil and nefarious. No, there's actually a lot of decent ones out there, but they're, they're nightclub performers. 
and they've been mm-hmm. sucked into with money, which they want and need. But there are drag queens out there that says, no, I won't go into schools even if you're paying me. I'd, I'd like to see uh, more uh, of that. Did you but, see the, no, the, the most recent story that's going on right now? This woman goes to a nightclub to watch a drag show. Yes, I saw that. And the, the drag queen, t- it's at a casino. I don't know what casino it's at. But the drag queen took her purse. Senior Frogs. Opened opened up her purse, took out money. It was a wad of cash. Turned out it was over $700. Took it, gave her her purse back, and then walked back up on stage. And she she got up and left, and the drag queen was on the mic, made a huge scene. He, she's like, oh, you're not happy about this, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, you just stole a bunch of money from me, like a wow. bunch of cash, and had it all on video. Like the whole thing got caught on film, and you could see the wad of cash that the, 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 the drag queen's pulling out. Well, I hope and, they arrested the drag queen. I mean. No, no, the, the manager no. defended it. Yeah, and 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 now 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 they're saying for her to take down her stories, they're like, hey – they, she came out and was like, they asked me, they, they said, hey, listen, uh, they don't think that there was any wrongdoing. Um, th- they asked me if, the, if I take down everything off of social media, they'll reimburse me the $700 and, and that's that. And she's like, I don't know if I want to I do that. And uh, Basically, you'll get your money back if you just... You just so they're up. holding her for ransom, holding her own money for ransom. Like keep, take keep down your the money and expose the shit out of them. Keep the money. Yep. That seven hundred. It'll be well worth me. Exposing. Well, she called out the manager by name. She called out the manager by name, and she's like, "They're not handling it at all. Like this is this is ridiculous. You can clearly see." And now they're saying that the the the, the performers don't want to show up to work because of the videos because they're getting threats. And Good. you shouldn't have stole seven hundred dollars from somebody or reached into somebody's purse at all. Like you have no business in anybody's purse. If someone reached into your purse, you'd probably be pissed off. I thought you were going to say like I would have probably throw. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, you know. I, yeah, you're a, this, you're you're a spicy Latina. This is some old white lady. Like this is like fun. <laughs> this is not fair. That's not a fair comparison. Let's be real here. Oh. <laughs> here's here's another Natalie. Here's another you question for you because I, I would have snatched a wig in real life. You would have got up and walked up and <laughs> snatched a wig. In real life, and be like, "Bitch, give me that fucking money back." You're not walking on stage. I would have walked out with my money, my purse, yeah. and a wig. <laughs> and a wig. Yep. Hey, I, you brought up James brought up Epstein Island earlier, and obviously, sick demonic place and sick, sick, sick things. But mm-hmm. uh, just another a specific question for you because I like how you have that level-headed thinking, and you 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 look at things. Uh, different angles do you think every you think every single person on epstein's flight log to the island engaged in having sex with children you think that was the only purpose going there well okay so the flight log flight flight log and little black book are different so flight log is a bit questionable because um the thing is uh short answer i'm gonna say no tentatively Okay. Uh, for instance, and I can get I can give you an example. Chris Tucker. So mm-hmm. Chris Tucker was on the flight with uh, Bill Clinton with Epstein. They were going to Africa for an uh, you know uh, a volunteer trip. Um, now the thing That's is, there have been <laughs> there have been no witness statements or any accusations or anything like that of whether it is on social media or on in the legal system against Chris Tucker. 
and he was on the flight log. Um, but I will say that there are a hell ton of people who are on the flights that are either enablers or accomplices of of Epstein. So um, are after all of 2009, them? After 2009's conviction, you're guilty by association. What purpose are you going down to his island to, to conduct that, business? That's a good that after is a good point. That's a good point. You're guilty by association. I don't care. That's you know a good what point. Is about. Why are you going to his private island? It makes no sense. Like you can meet with him is in the that, United States. Like I would agree with that. Thing. But he, after 2009, you have no business going to this guy's private island. You the, you have I would to know agree with that some shady yeah. shit. I don't. I don't care what anybody. About Bill saying. Gates' wife. She's. It's like but, she almost wants to come out and say more, but she's like, you know, that's she, why she's divorcing him. But I think I that's to, to to transfer some money if he gets caught up. That I think if, that's if a money gets, transfer. I think that's a money transfer thing in my personally because he was sleeping out of out of marriage anyway. It didn't really matter. It was just for uh, <laughs> with for money his man for, boobs. No, to your to your point, Natalie. <laughs> I think I think it's very possible that Chris Tucker didn't do anything as well because after he went down to Epstein Island, he he fell off of Hollywood. He was like an A list celebrity doing Rush Hour one, two, like doing everything, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he just fell off the face of the he earth. And it's very it's very possible that he saw what was going on. Is like you know what? Not nah, nah, this is too much for me. Uh, I don't want to be a part of it. You know what? And here here's what I'll also introduce is that we don't know what kind of um, blackmail. I'm not saying that he's blackmailed, but like we don't know what kind of threats that certain people who may have not done anything are under, including death. Like mm. we don't we don't see those things. So um, that that's what kind of empowers me to say that I don't think that every single one was was implicated, but I will say that probably a majority of them were right. Not everyone, but probably a majority. It makes blackmail, sense. Blackmail is very real. These, we know that these people are evil. Now, it's very possible, like, hey, come down to my friend Jeff's private island. Go down there. Mm-hmm. Lie down there. Have a good time. You get there. And gang mentality and fitting in is is a human is a human instinct. So all of a sudden, they take you to this thing selling you on this private island. You're going to go have a great time. And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, come down here. And it's like it's like trying to find the narc. It's like, hey, we're all going to go and do these – smoke some pot. And if you don't smoke pot, you're, yeah. you're a narc. Get out of here. So we're all going to go do some illegal shit. And if you don't do this and get involved, then you're we're going to out you as this, that, and the other. We're going to say it because you're going to be yeah. guilty by association because it's, it's gang mentality. And if you – like this is why in 2009 during the first case – that Donald Trump was the only one that spoke out because it's guilty by association. Nobody, everybody, the, the victim's lawyer subpoenaed everybody. Nobody mm-hmm. spoke except for Donald Trump. The, vo- the victim lawyer said this himself, and it's probably because everybody else went to the island. They had blackmail of some sort and was like, hey, if you open up your fucking mouth, we're going to let the world do th- We're going to let the world know all about this. And you did this, that, and the other. And it may not be diddling kids, but it's probably something that they don't want their f- fans to know about. And right. uh, and, and blackmail is a very powerful tool that they use, and they get people to do things using blackmail. And at, at a certain point, it, it becomes normal, I'm sure, because they get brought to these parties, they get brought to these events, these things are happening, and you're expected to do this because this is what yeah. you were brought to do you know and it, it carries on like it becomes normal 
um, which is sick and disgusting and, and not not to excuse any of the actions that these people are doing, but it's probably part of what happens as yeah. they go on throughout their celebrity life and throughout their political life or their, their business life because it's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. These people are sick. I, I want to see more people get exposed. I want to see people go to jail. We'll see it. I, but, I, where, where are you going to try them, Alan? Where are you going to try them? I, I don't know. I, I'm not, I, I just want to see. I, I agree. Con- I want to see forget about trying. I want to see people, concrete evidence. I want to see people. I, I agree. We want to see the Epstein fight logs. This has become a big, get, this has become a very trendy thing. Called like, out. UFC fighter Israel Adesanya is doing full-blown interviews, like talking about it. Yeah. You have This is now becoming a pop culture thing. Like, hey, why are we not getting these fight logs? And now people are like, hey, why are we raiding Mar-a-Lago when we haven't even talked about Epstein's flight logs? Yeah. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's list. Why are, we do- why are we doing this when this is still over here? And people are starting to understand yeah. what's going on and how corrupt people are. So I think it's going to get to a point and the precipice is going to be hit by a lot of people. We just have to allow people to get there because otherwise there'll be chaos in the streets. We don't want a civil war to break out. We don't want full-blown chaos. It ha- people have to understand why they can't be tried in Washington. People have to understand why okay. certain things are happening if you want to see actual justice. And in reality, you have one shot to take these evil fucks down. You can't make a mistake. If you miss it, you can't try them for the same crimes. You have to be right. perfect. You have to be perfect. So as much as we know that there's crimes and things that are going on, we have to just sit here and watch these these pieces happen and watch our fellow Americans wake up and help guide them the best that we can. That's all yeah. we right. can do. And, um, and the and thing we- that I say to that is it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And many people can't endure a marathon, but some can, right? Yeah. So it's like – it 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 is very frustrating to see all of this injustice and all of these people get away with it at the time but we live in a microwave society where people want it right now you want it right now you you can't wait you you need justice right now you need to see arrests right now where i like in a perspective, like I can see, I can see it. I can see, I can see everything unfolding. I can see more people turning over a leaf than when we saw back in 2020, 2021, back in the movement. Right. And right now it's not in Trump's hands. Trump can't, uh, you know, he can't, he can't do these things and not look like a dictator if he was in power. Right. So it's like, like, I understand I understand how it's going and how it's go how it's going on. Like I truly do, but a lot of people can't sit here and say that because they're like, well, if and it's it goes back to the same go- uh, argument. If God was real, why is he letting all these bad things happen, right? Well, yeah. God truly can't be good if you didn't have the bad to contrast everything. So, you know, it's just it's just an analogy, but I'm cool. saying like Look yeah. at what's going on. Look at how many more people are awake. Did we, James, back in 2020, 2019, did we think that we would see this many people convert? Did oh, we so think many, that we were going to see this many people? Somebody turn? messaged me literally yesterday. Someone messaged me. It was like, when are we going to see justice? Like, there's enough evidence. I'm like, we need to have patience and let things unfold. And they're like, well, the justice to- move slow. Uh, and I, that's what I said. I, was, I said, I, 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 they're like, well, we need it now. I'm like, uh, uh, how, how can I put up with this any longer? I'm like, when did you start 
understanding all the corruption in like 2020. Like imagine seeing all this corruption in 2004. And, right. and mm-hmm. like imagine seeing all this 2004 because that that was me in 2004 looking at all the shit. Like what the fuck? So we could wait a little bit longer. We could be a little bit more patient. It, 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 like like Alan just said, the wheels of justice turn very slowly. Very slow. And and yeah. unfortunately. We, we have to let the American public understand we need lasting change. Look at what's going on. People are actually getting, for the first time ever, getting involved right. in their local school boards, in their local yeah. town councils. They're running. They're becoming poll watchers. They're getting involved. They're they're angry. And we need to make lasting change. If Donald Trump and the military came in, swooped in and saved the day, after they saved we the would day. Count, we would count on Donald Trump and the military long yeah. term. But it would be no yeah. lasting change. It would be we go would back be to no lasting change. It'd be Kardashians. No lasting change. It was done. That's and how right. Until it gets corrupted again. So we have. We to would go back to it. our iced coffee. We would go back to our normal life. We wouldn't worry about our local politics <laughs> or our civic processes. Right. And that's not how it works. No, we have to make sure this never happens again. And the American public in the world understand that the corruption exists. They have to see it. Like mm. I always reference Myanmar. This is a real situation. This is happening. Like there, this is something that's real. The people revolted against the military. There's 56 million people. They revolted against the military. They arrested all of the journalists who were pumping propaganda out to the people. They arrested all of the called for George Soros's arrest. They seized all of his foundation and his money inside of Myanmar. They do, did all the things that we want to happen in Myanmar and the people revolted. There's 56 million people. We have 330 to 360 people that's roughly counted, not including the illegal immigrants. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think would happen if all of a sudden the, the military swoops in and arrests Barry Sortero and Big Mike <laughs> and we arrest all these people? People will lose their shit. They have to understand that's the corruption. I mean. They have to. They have to get to a point where they're like, why is nothing happening? And we're getting to that point. Like, I I find joy at this point when people are in my comments like, oh, well, nothing's going to happen. They've been getting away with it forever. I'm like, okay, I'm glad that you see the corruption. That's all I care about right now. All I care right now is the fact that you see that the corruption is real, that there there is – involved and that's a good thing the fact that people are waking up and you're getting involved go get involved i don't care if you like what i'm talking about i don't give a shit go get if you feel like there's something wrong go get involved go do something right and and it's so important that we take action and we're fighting back we're seeing in montana or in wyoming i'm sorry we're seeing in arizona the establishment is continuing to lose people are waking up left and right we are no longer the silent majority we're the loud majority october is coming up they are losing an opportunity with 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 the China virus and mail-in ballots and October is coming up with the Supreme court ruling where they're going to rule that the legislators are only able to change the voting rules and they're going to be mm-hmm. screwed. They're not going to be able to cheat as hard. And we know for a fact in 2020, they pulled out all the stops and they didn't cheat hard enough. How do we know this? They didn't, they didn't, they had to stop the count, which is a huge red flag that gave it away. So all we have to do is get involved in our local communities, go become poll watchers, Go, go, go become uh, vote counters and vote. Mm-hmm. Out and yeah. vote. Right, right. 
And for some people, for your school boards, for instance, in Harris County, our election for our school board is next fall. Start thinking about that, too. Do not stop this fall. Do not stop at 2022 because your local school boards will count on you. Your kids are counting on you. I don't have kids and I'm going to school board meetings. I'm finding out about our school board and their agendas. You know that I went to a local school board meeting and I felt like I, I observed with my own eyes uh, because of because of uh, uh, Uvalde, because of Rob Elementary, now they have this whole agenda where they don't want a million. And you would never hear this on mainstream news. You would never hear this by conservative influencers. But now they have they have infiltrated school board meetings with these actors who are saying, I don't want to militarize the police. Do not give them equipment. Do right. not give them what they need to defend our schools. You would never hear that on local news until you attend a school board to find right. that out, that people like iFlaps have hired. Whoa. Oh, whoa. We just, lost, we just lost your audio. Your mic's out. Your oh, mic's out. There's no light on your mic. There it is. That. I flaps. No, it was my own personal fault. I know but I'm just messing. I flaps. I flaps has hired NGOs on our, our own soil to yeah. infiltrate school board meetings as little as that to influence agenda on your kids. And you would never know it unless you went physically with your body inside a school board meeting to witness this for yourself. Now, when you know that they have infiltrated it, they have infiltrated it so low as that to influence the structure and the indoctrination of your child, you would act immediately, but you've got to get involved now and you cannot stop at 2022. You've got to keep going past 2022, go 23 and forward and really truly pay attention and never lose sight of your local districts in your local government as well as your local school boards and that's it 100%. you gotta keep going you can't yep. stop you gotta keep, you gotta so keep showing up. I, I wanted to touch on one more thing that you natalie just natalie just finished her goblet of blood on her black <laughs> and white couch and i be, 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 be before yeah, She's a be, Freemason Illuminati. Before, be, yeah, being, yeah. before 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 we, we we wrap up, I I just wanted to get into one more thing that you covered because I saw it the other day, and this just goes to show the corruption in every whether it's a federal agency, a local agency, and that there there are nefarious, evil people everywhere. Whether it's uh, police departments, whether it's government, whether it's child protective services, in particular on this one, the CPS mm-hmm. worker in Harris County, Texas that literally mm-hmm. was encouraging teenage girls to prostitute. I mean, really? Mm-hmm. What, what what's going surprised? on there? No, I'm Please. not. I'm not surprised. I'm very happy that this story came out and I'm imagining that this is not even scratching the surface because I truly believe all over the country that there are employees of child protective services agencies out there everywhere, maybe even every mm-hmm. state that are complicit in the trafficking of young children. So I know you're, you, mm-hmm. you you do a lot on this too, Natalie. So when you saw this story, what was your, what was your like first reaction? And, and, and where do you think this might 
might go or blossom into? Well, my first reaction was, so it comes to the surface, right? It's not, it's not anything that has it. Right. It's so it comes to the surface. Um, Our CPS and foster care system has been broken for a long time. And, you know, uh, this has really, uh, really routed children to either the same and equal situations to probably even worse situations than their broken backgrounds that they were trying to escape from or that a certain individual was trying to extract them from. now, that goes to the background checks and the hiring of our CPS care workers. What are they really doing and what are their what what is their criteria now? Right? So are they are they in so much need that they're literally scratching at anybody to become a resource or an employee of, you know, of said of said position? Are they are the they hiring. It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And what right. about and, so, and now take foster families like foster mothers and or just, just just people that are running these foster homes too. I mean, how much yeah. how many of them are possibly taking money to look the other way or to even get involved in saying, "Oh yeah, that kid, that 13-year-old boy or girl is completely screwed and it's a, it's a it's very vulnerable and a, and a, a a great prospect for trafficking." I mean, how much is that of that is going on? You know? A lot of a lot of people in foster care are in foster care for money. They're not even in it. They don't even care about the kids. Right. Agreed. Right. Right. So it could be also that situation. It could also be the sadistic tendencies of people getting into the foster care in the first place. So there are many instances where uh, families or parent foster care parents, they actually abuse the kids way worse than they were in the first situation, which was pretty bad before. Um, so with that being said, like uh, foster care parents, uh, it's it's really a nuanced situation where it's, um, you know, it, it is a, a situation where you need resources to vet these families, vet these parents before they even enter into the industry of fostering kids. But now we have to look at different nuances that have in- entered into our scenarios in the American society, such as the outer American society, such as illegal immigration. So that has, we already had a fractured system as it stood before 2020, right? But this has, this situation has even fractured it more. So when we have uh, children, uh, illegal immigrant children, uh, undocumented minors that are coming into the U.S., when you look at the entire system, I think that this administration knew that when going into this entire agenda of letting just anybody and everybody in where children are now entering. The what? They have a border czar who's never been to the border. Right. right, right. So when you enter these children into a system like the CPS and foster care system, you know, they're entering also into a processing system that doesn't care. When you enter when you enter the country as a undocumented minor, you're actually entering into the CBP processing processing system where from there they then branch it off to the h uh what is it the health and health and human service the hhs system right the hhs system which they have a sister branch called the orr the office of refugee resettlement that is the same 
that is the same as a branch under the HHS. So that's where the child travels down in a process. The ORR, by their documentation, states concretely that they do not, they do not background check every single adult that signs up to be a sponsor. And when you look at their website, uh, and I made a, an Instagram reel about this. If you look at their website, they have they have uh, systematic levels to who can become a sponsor: a relative, a parent, a distant relative, a family friend, and then it gets even more elongated: a friend of a family friend or someone who is not related. This is specified concretely on the ORR so government. Anybody can become a sponsor. And on top of that, and comma, they are not vetting their background. So these immigrant children entering our country into an already fractured system of the CPS and foster care system are overwhelming it already. But not only that, they are now in a system that doesn't care to a point where they are being paired with sponsors that per FOIA request back in September by Axios have found out that at least one third of these sponsors can never be contacted with the child that they were doing welfare checks on. So Jesus Christ. we can't take care. We can't take care of our own American children as it is. But then on top of that, you are additionally fracturing the system by income influxing these children from foreign countries that you you think in your idea, in your leftist mentality. Oh, my gosh. Open the borders. Everybody's welcome. Like, yes, it's great. Whatever. But you would never welcome these children into your own home. You would never open up your own. You would never. You would never open up your own kitchen to feed these children. You would never donate a dollar to take care of these children. And by the way, a lot of these children are Latino and Latina coming from South America. And all of these liberals and leftists who who spout all this, I want them in here and open borders and stuff like that, would never sponsor them for a day in their life. They would never even sponsor a meal for them. But now, not only have you not sponsored or helped them, but now... Now you have entered them into a fractured system that will end them into a bad situation with bad people who you have no insight to. So that's, you know, in a nutshell, and I, I, I severely mean that in a nutshell, that's how you can understand the CPS and foster care system as it is. It was broken for American children but now you you have to include this into the equation because it truly is a factor into this equation that pe that children who are enticed by ngos and by people who are working with by my suspicion my own speculation my opinion that are working with outside agencies that might have knowledge inside the u.s about these sponsors and stuff like that they're now filtering into, they're now influxing them into our system to a point where there's so many that you can't even account for them to where now it makes it easier to expend them out to all of these sponsors that have no accounting to them. So does that look like some sort of system to you? 
because it looks like something to me. But that's, again, just my opinion and my observation and all this. Well, there's, we couldn't there's even take care of our American children. It's a system made for corruption. There's there's evidence yeah. to, to show that our 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 children are being our, our systems are corrupted in in the children aspect. Like, look at our Amber Alert system. Are you guys familiar with the Laura Silsby story? Mm-hmm. I, think I heard it from you. Yeah. Laura Silsby, she was the VP of marketing for Amber Amber Cinch, which is the parent company that sends out all of our Amber Alerts. Right. She got yeah. caught trafficking 33 Haitian children, and she got caught in the Bahamas. She was bringing them to the United States. She said she was for bringing Hillary, them. she was hungry. She was bringing them for foster care, to bring them to the foster care system to give her a better, better life because their parents died in the earthquake. Yeah. Come to find out all their parents were still alive in Haiti and looking for them because they were missing. Uh, and she only got a two-year sentence because Slick Willie and Hillary came out and mm-hmm. uh, got her a hard deal. Uh, but she was the VP of marketing at the company that puts out our missing children's alert. Like all these yeah. systems are corrupted. They're all infiltrated by these evil fucks. The only reason that she got a sweetheart deal is because she was on the board of, at the Clinton Foundation and was friends with the Clintons. Normally, if there was any of us got caught trafficking 33 children into the United States, we would get the whole entire book thrown at us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she got two years. So yeah. this is how connected and how deep this web goes. You think that they didn't do the same thing in foster care and, and, and in child protective services? A hundred percent. They have their grubby little paws in all of it without a doubt. And it's so corrupt and so evil. This is why we, we talk, say human trafficking, the, the web, the network is so deep and so twisted. It's everywhere. They're not pulling things off like this just by grabbing people off the street and saying, hey, I got kids for sale. I got kids for sale. Like there's a a very elaborate. I posted something the other day and so many people reached out and thanked me for posting it. It was a father uh, who kept for three days in a row. His daughter was coming home from work. She works late nights and she had a zip tie on her backside of her door. I saw that. I saw that. And he called his friend who happened to be, be a police officer. And uh, he's like, he's like, yo, listen, like your daughter's in danger. She's a target. She, she's walking by herself. Human traffickers are snatching people up that are targets. And this is how they know that this car is a target because it's on the, it was on the passenger side. Yeah. She would never notice if you're just getting in the car. Like you don't, I don't go on my passenger side of my car and be like, all right, all my handles clear over here like you're just getting in your in your car especially if you're getting into the car from the driver's side right um, yeah it's like a, it's a signal like hey you know you can kidnap this one and, and yeah, exactly. you never know grab it in the middle of the night and you never see her again and it's a huge elaborate network that people don't realize this is not just some random guy who's grabbing you in a van and putting you in there and, and going to sell you on the corner and prostitute you on the streets um yeah, this is it's intense, and Natalie, you do amazing, amazing, amazing work at covering. You really all. do. I mean, the stuff that you that, that you cover, you don't you don't see anywhere else. And I wanted to, like, what what do you what do you what what kind of future stuff you got going on for you for like your your platforms and stuff? Where are you, where are you focusing on bringing it? Yeah. Um, so my my stuff, of course, you know, I'm going to continue doing the human trafficking news at the Daily Traffic. Um, which is mostly prominently on Instagram and Facebook. And I did, I do have a, a YouTube channel that I'm kind of 
venturing in called Counter Trafficking Alliance. But that also segues me into my nonprofit that I just started. Um, I have had a very small team that has been doing research for the past half a year. My biggest goal is to make an impact on the anti-trafficking movement um, and in anti-trafficking efforts. So, you know, that that ultimately out of everything that I do, no matter if I spend hours in my media and producing and editing and all that, I do it all to help finance my nonprofit, which is eventually going to help aftercare aftercare uh, ministries and organizations because we all know that that's underfunded and there's they're underbuilt so i want to do more of that and that drives me and the rage honestly i have righteous anger against it and i'll be truthful i'm angry i'm angry about all of this i'm angry that we have governmental agencies that are putting billions of dollars to ukraine but then you have millions of victims on the streets who have no aftercare, who have no therapy, who have no medical services or anything. You can't take care of your own Americans. You can't take care of your own Americans, the veterans, the the victims out there, the children out there on American streets. But you're going to sell billions to trillions of dollars to a foreign country who who has movie sets on their streets, right? So concerts Concerts are you too. And that enrages me. It truly makes me angry. So bloody Sunday. So ridiculous. That is what I'm putting my energy towards. So my nonprofit is like one of my biggest endeavors this year. What is the nonprofit? Where can people find it? countertraffickingalliance.com we are officially designated as a 501c3 and that's what we have to do for now you know i i'm not a big fan of you know the the entities and all that but um and, uh, right now that's it right here i just right, pulled right, it up right, right. Alan, should we put should we put Natalie on the spot and ask her now, or should we ask her after we get off the show? Oh, well, you have to, have to ask me now. now. So now, well, yep, now, so now I well, gotta ask. Her. Well, I would so, go ahead. So, so me and Alan, we're talking off air because we love your content and love what you're doing, um, and we do a lot of shows now. Me and Alan do a Monday show every Monday, and we do a show every Friday together, and we might even add another show into that. In the in the meantime, and. Uh, we were wondering if you'd, you'd be interested in coming on maybe once a month or every other month and giving us a 20 minute uh, trafficking update or an hour, whatever you want to give us. Like, oh, I would love to. Like literally, yeah. like literally, like we want to, we want to do like a segment with you once a month, however long you want it to be on what you're doing with the counter trafficking Alliance trafficking stories in general. Like for instance, I, I I I go and I pull up your 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 Instagram like here your your daily you your 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 daily traffic Instagram I which love that uh-huh. you know 30, almost forty thousand followers and then you you're literally putting articles up like August nineteenth nationwide human trafficking enforcement campaign leads to eight arrests in Wisconsin would have never heard about that if it wasn't for Natalie Denise so like well, I know I, it's Natalie look at just look at the graphic it's just got her yeah. signature touch like on it. At, like literally. Like that, that's, it's, it's, I, I, I want, and, and, you know, James also, like we, I want to, 
your content needs to be spread this trafficking content as 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 far as it could go and listen james has a huge platform and now we're doing shows together my platform has grown uh, immensely and then we're doing shows together a lot of people are watching you know we're getting thousands of views on like on my, my facebook page takes off like crazy like wildfire thousands of views every episode and the downloads mm-hmm. so like your content I, I we want our viewers to know about the trafficking because it's so important. So Absolutely. we're hope we're hoping to have the great Natalie Denise back at least hopefully once a month as me, as much as you want to come on. Like, like, your welcome is off whenever you want. You want to come on and rant and some snatch some wigs and not even. <laughs> hey James, hey Alan, I need to snatch some wigs today. I need a show. Come on on. Yeah, You're like, always listen. always welcome on the show but this is what i'll commit to this this is what i'll commit to because of my full plate because i know this news does have to get out to people i can commit to once a month and then maybe the hottest topic of that month how about that (laughs) that, that's that's great that's great that's awesome we appreciate it we'd love to have it's something that like alan said needs to get out everywhere and Mm -hmm. okay with the platform that we all have uh, this is a topic that we all feel strongly about and you do some yeah, of the for best. Sure. Some of the and best. let me just say, let me just say that I highly appreciate the alternative media community so much more than anything, because oh, yeah. this is the community that number one first brought this onto the platform in the first place. Mainstream conservatives would not have been talking about human trafficking if it was not for alternative media and anons. If it wasn't for alternative media or anons, these major conservative personalities would not have been talking about human trafficking. 100. And and I only know that because I've been there for a decade. I've been in the anti-trafficking industry for a decade, and I have never seen it fuel up the way it fueled up and so much attention garnished uh, the way that Anons truly circulated the media. So I have a lot of love for alternative media and their attention to human trafficking. So 100%, anything I can do to circulate this type of news and bring awareness to to the, the, the ugly, horrific industry, I definitely will. So yes, my question, my answer is yes. And, you oh, know. She accepted I'll our proposal. Plus, I didn't have to hold my, my boombox over my head out your window and say, Natalie, come on the show playing, playing a song. Because uh, I would have. I know, I would have. I would have like, I'm out here. I'll even... <laughs> And you have to you have to make sure you always have your 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 your, your masonic couch and your goblet of blood. <laughs> so glad Give my everybody masonic a... tights because they're leather looking, right? <laughs> leather looking tights. She's gonna go into a satanic ritual when she's done with the show and have a seance and do a spirit cooking dinner. That's what Natalie's doing after this. <laughs> Give everybody a rundown where they can find you. Um, okay, so you can find me at YouTube, youtube.com slash Natalie Denise. That's my main stage. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, Instagram slash Natalie Denise as well. Um, all other platforms, pretty much if you type in besides Twitter, because I'm very shadow banned. Um, on Twitter, I'm found at it's 
Natalie Denise. And even if you type that out, you might not find, find me because I'm, I'm that. Twi- I'm, I'm that. I'm that uh, shadow band on Twitter. True social, you can find me at Natalie Denise. Um, and then my other platforms, the daily traffic is on Instagram and on Facebook. You can find that at. The daily and then, and then traffic, traffic is spelled T R A F I C K, so it's spelled differently. T R A F I. I'm sorry. T R T R A F I C K. The daily traffic. Oh, so that's where you can find the trafficking news. And then if you want to find my nonprofit, you can find it on my website, the uh, countertraffickingalliance.com. And, uh, you know, the other media platforms like Instagram, um, Counter Trafficking Alliance, as well as where else am I looking? Yeah, that's it. Instagram. Jesus and- Christ, you really are like broken glass. You're I everywhere. Know, I know, I know. I am everywhere. I have a lot of things going on. And then uh, I do have a make. (laughs) I have I I do have makeup um, inventory coming soon, so you can find that at nataliedenisecosmetics.com. I'll probably I'll probably announce that in probably a week or two uh, when my inventory is back up, and then my rebranding will happen, and that'll take a little bit more time. But anyway, if all else fails, you can find me at nataliedenise.com. How about that? Doing it all, <laughs> Jesus! I'm, you got websites, Instagram. I'm, like, I'm like, wait, what else? What else do I have? What else? What else? Do I, have? What else do I, have? I have a lot. I have a lot. That's what singleness. Wow. That's what singleness does to you. Well, you're not. Well, you you do such good work. You're not allowed to have a boyfriend. You're not allowed to get married. It, it's forbidden. And now you, it's just you. You gotta say. You gotta save the save the children. I just have to stay abstinent and no children and no no marriage at all forever. <laughs> just save oh, the well, <laughs> you know, like I like James said earlier, you, the stuff you do is amazing, and we got to get the Thank we got to get the message out. Well, and now we know we're going to be seeing a lot more of Natalie on Freedom Fridays, and maybe I'm very some excited. Very excited. Hopefully, we're going to see a lot more of her. Hopefully, we won't have green and black screens happening at every single one of those. <laughs> Green and black screens. We're gonna have yeah. I'm gonna be over here to throwing the uh the the Illuminati signs, you know. She, yeah. Natalie's gonna be sitting on her, on her main side. And we'll get you back with your any of your uh pre-recorded videos. We'll get you back on the Patriot Podcast Network. I know you're not doing your live streams and stuff, but we'll 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 work that out behind the scenes yeah, we'll, and um, look out for her Chester Bennington Chris Cornell documentary. Yes, the documentary out. is gonna when no, that comes wait. out that i i'm still waiting so when that when that how when that comes out i want to put that on the patriot podcast network for people to see on roku like we have to get yeah, that I love there. it because there's the 2000 mules is on there yeah. the, what, is, what is a woman is on there we got to get your documentary up there 100 for sure for sure for sure it's coming soon guys i'm not rushing it but it is coming soon it's 70 done. it's gonna be a Something you've never seen before. I'll say I that. can't wait. I I'm can't very wait. excited. I know you've been working really hard on it. I know some of the people that you have working mm-hmm. with you uh, to help you with it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a really good documentary. And it's something that if you're a Chris Cornell fan, a Chester Bennington fan, uh, I guarantee it's yeah. going to be amazing. Uh, you put out some clips already, haven't you? You put out a few clips. 
from it? Like, um, so. I've actually, it's actually a three part series. Cause I wanted to, the way I think now is like, I want to individualize each situation and not conflate it. So I did a debunking intro that kind of debunks some of the conspiracy theories over the child trafficking documentary that allegedly they both were working on. So I didn't debunk it, but I did go through like, these were the foundations they were part of. The uh, SDS, for instance, an example, was only owned by Mike Shinoda. Not a lot of people know that. SDS uh, Recycling was only owned by Mike Shinoda and his business partner. There was two other business partners. Um, Chester Bennington had no part in that. He had no part of SDS, um, at least from from what we see now i don't i don't debunk though that he could have known he could have known other things that that maybe because through his relationship with mike shinoda he knew but anyway i go through that through the intro i just go through the facts and what we know that's how we're going to get through the truth with chris cornell and chester bennington individually so anyway Great. part one is up on my youtube youtube.com slash natalie denise or you can go on my website nataliedenise.com and black hole suns until the very end uh, until the uh, until the untimely end is on there so yeah guys it'll be uh two more, she two more videos that she listed earlier oh that's amazing i can't yeah. i can't wait well, Alan, it's been, it's been another fun Freedom Friday. It has. Um, Natalie Denise was here. Thank Natalie. Thanks for uh, for spending you know almost you. three hours with us. It's uh, it, it, it's a it, it's a lot to to tolerate me, especially James, <laughs> for three hours. But you did it. I mean, you did it. We. This is going to be. So those out there, this is going to be a two-part episode. Part one that was uh, abruptly ended by the deep state is up on the platforms now. <laughs> this is part two. It'll be on my audio platforms and James' audio platforms probably by tomorrow. And uh, Natalie Denise, the daily traffic, the counter trafficking alliance she does it all and we'll see her again here james we the people radio myself the great divide podcast i want to give a shout out to catalyst jones white rabbit podcast who did the amazing graphic for this show he does amazing graphics and uh he's always a a faithful watcher he's in the chat now so catalyst you're the best catalyst jones white rabbit podcast go check him out another freedom friday everybody i think we're out Fun. We'll be back right. on Monday. Shibby we'll be back on, we'll, we'll be back on Monday. We'll see you soon, everybody. Take care.